This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Throw gang, nobody asked, but here's my intro to the Kiwi who makes your PP go tee-hee, the TikTok titan, the unboxing baron, the lord of liking you, the under-eye mask maestro, sultan of SpawnCon, his highness of the hall, the Raja of the DJ request, Milige of the surf lodge, his honor of the haka, king of the club, Don Dada of the dance floor, the one oak bloke, the butter on your toast, the thingaling at dingaling, the champagne of DJs, Isaac Hinden Miller. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Wow, this is like my make-a-wish moment. <laughs> as, as a fan, That's hope- my job. I use that <laughs> as a fan. I hope that didn't disappoint. I am a huge fan. Yeah, I've listened to you guys all the time. I have a question for you. Okay. Yes. Wow. Right out the oh, gate. It's your podcast. So it's your, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. So Just, yeah. Okay. I, I totally. We'll it. go I fuck ourselves, it. dude. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Thank you. How many people live text you while they're listening to the episodes like I do? Because I can't not, not text you while I'm listening to the episode. Uh, a lot of a lot of DMs. And then also the Discord is where it's at, bro. Yeah. Like, I know you're a patron. Like, get on the Discord. That's I'm the sure that real after time this kind of. Um, I haven't done that yet. But and will, af- after this, people are going to be like, yo, where the fuck is Isaac? Come on the Discord. Oh, I didn't even know about that. But yeah. I used to text you, but yeah. I get more of a like, oh, yeah, ha ha, thanks. <laughs> but you, you'll be wow, like, dude. you'll be like, yeah, imposter syndrome is something that we all yeah. do. <laughs> so he gives you. A canned ass response, and you think that's like the way to go about it? All right, well, awesome. We're off to a fucking roaring start. Yeah. Uh, and to be clear, while a fan, we're also friends. We are friends. I feel like and also fans, and friends. also fans of yourself. And, and yes. we go, we we go back. And I was a long like, fucking a fan of Lars. Way before I was telling James, I had forgotten about this till we were kind of like doing our extremely intense research and in pre-pro, like we do for all guests. I forgot that I like sponsored your citizenship. Oh, yeah, you, wrote, <laughs> you wrote one of my O1 visa letters. Or I think right. I was like, you write the letter, I'll sign it. Yeah, like right, I'm not going right. to write it. I don't want you to stay in America That's that bad. That's how much of a celebrity superstar this guy <laughs> is. To, to any immigrant homies out there, if you're trying to get a visa sponsored, <laughs> no. DM sartorially no, inclined. $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> no, please, please do not. Um, and I'll just say, just to gas you up a little sure, bit, go off the please. only people that you can get to write those letters are people who have risen to the absolute top of your industry. Wow. So you're like, hey, this guy's a blogger. Because <laughs> we were like working at Guilt together. Yeah, Both yeah. of us were like full-time like freelancers. A long time before that, yeah. I used to write questions to you on the, on yes. the Tumblr. Right, exactly. T- Tumblr fucking bros from day one. Isaac, you already know the fucking drill. Yeah. We're done let's with get, the dick sucking. Let, 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 let's know. Well, hopefully we get a lot more dick sucking as, sure. we, as we go through this round of show. But Please. why don't you do the fit check? You know the fucking vibes. I'll just toss, the, toss it to you. Okay, first of all, I've never understood this thing about top down being cop. I like don't, narc, it's, it's just, just narc is. vibes it's, because it's just it's just that that's our truth, baby. Well, like, let me ask you a question. When you get dressed, do you not start foundationally at the bottom with the footwear? No. Oh, okay. So then okay, again, we'll go fuck ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I start with the pants. Okay. Really? The pants or the shirt. Middle out. Yeah. Okay, interesting. But anyway, I'll I'll start uh, bottom bottom up. So I've got the Al Ligace, which I, I also had to Google. I Googled so many times <laughs> what like, Al Ligace was. Damn, you're fucking poisoning the youth of America. Anyway, so dude. Should Al I squat Ligace. on ourligace.com? Yeah. Cami- are they Camion? Camion boots, yeah. Camion boots. I got them Beautiful the Beautiful I got them from Matches suede. Fashion this week on sale. Boom. Gas. Uh, I'm wearing the I Like You socks. Nice little. But you're going to be plugging your own shit a lot, I yeah. feel like, oh, throughout this. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to plug my That's why you're here. Okay, I'm wearing the very dirty white Wrangler cowboy cut original fit jeans. Nice. Mm. Which to my like are the best jeans you can buy for like under forty dollars. Where do you get them? Just Wrangler.com. Wrangler.com. 
And but you got to get the original cut. Don't get the slim fit because okay. they are extremely hugging in the groin uh, gotcha, area. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And, uh, and and if they're dirty, that's the only way that to know yeah. that the white jeans are getting worn. Yeah. They're but fucking in, in the shit. They always look clean. So yeah, they're out there on the ranch. And they're 100 cotton because I do not fuck with men who wear stretch denim. No. We don't support. Why are you looking at me? I'm wearing mesh shorts. No, I think that's a that's a fair take. I feel like yeah. you and I would never. I mean, I guess sometimes a teensy. No, no. Okay, never Absolutely mind. Not. Never. Okay, okay. I'm wearing <laughs> I'm wearing my favorite cowboy belt from Texas. It's from that store Cavenders. Okay, thirty eight dollars. Nice. Big old buckle. Yep. I am wearing here we go the Tombolo <laughs> I like you collaboration wow, shirt that's right. dropping next week. <laughs> and am I seeing am I seeing some titties? What is what is yeah, are, are some titties. sex? There's, there's a couple making out. There's yeah. a little uh, is, I'm a getting behind the palm tree with the I like you in it. Nice. I'm, I'm getting a little like Matisse vibes yeah. on, on the figures. I mean, we have the beautiful framed art behind us. Sure. And, and thank you for hosting us in lovely Alphabet City. I've seen this place on What's TikTok. Your address? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been on Avenue D for nine years. <laughs> So that's where we're at. We're on Your apartment here. number is very confusing, wink, by the wink. way. I, I was like, oh, he's on the first floor, but it gets so much light for being on the first <laughs> yeah, floor. Right. E is the floor. So e well, why is, is the that floor. is very confusing. I, I, know, that confusing. Is. I don't know. I, kill, I, all, kill all landlords. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'm wearing some jewelry. I have rings by Aris Schwab, who is an East Village local dude. Uh, my mood ring is by a New Zealander who lives in the city called Olivia Kane. Olivia Kane jewelry. Shout out Olivia. And then um, necklaces, Jane the Jeweler. Mm-hmm. And then I have this fly necklace, uh, which I got from, what's that? Not matches, but one of those big, like. Essence? L- list. list. Oh, L-Y-S-T. L-Y-S-T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I right. Got it from that. Where when you look for something that's sold out, the first thing that always pops up is the list exactly. listing. And you're like, oh, sick. Oh, I feel no, like it's mind. like an aggregate. Definitely uh, an aggregator. Ecom. So anyway, so that's the jewelry. I'm wearing my Shang Pri under eye mask. We all I are. Always wear. Buy them from Peach and Lily and use the code <laughs> Isaac uh, and the discount code for your discount. That is the first ever discount code plug in the Fit Check we've ever this had. This is full shill mode. I yep. love it, dude. You're a man yep. after my own heart, bro. <laughs> and then I was so fucking annoyed when I listened to the episode yesterday because she was the first person to talk about the hair. And oh, I was going to talk oh. about the hair and I wanted to be the first person to talk Damn, about the hair. Damn, Annie got but you. But anyway, so I use. Fat Boy, which is also made by a New Zealander, and it, to my money, is the best product that you can buy for Fat them. Boy. That's pomade. Yeah, it's it's like a dry clay. Pomade. Your hair does always look fantastic. Thank you. Has it gone and more gray in recent years? Yeah, I was gonna say Full it's stress. like an exponential Full stress. Yeah, let's forget <laughs> Isaac the panties. Oh yeah, oh if, yeah. If any, so yeah, so I only wear one brand one and pair of underwear star. it's uh bread and boxes which i started buying when i worked at guilt okay because they would sell them for like nine dollars <laughs> scandinavian no logo white uh what we would call are they as dirty are they as dirty as your pants yeah <laughs> uh, i i buy new ones like every, every week every like memorial day and labor day and oh stuff, really they do like a, that's how you salute the troops yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do a sale and yeah. so I, I i only buy them discounted because they're like 18 dollars a pair but you yeah. get them for like what is three pairs what was the style called that. in new zealand bundies bundies which is like boxer undies so boxer, boxer briefs. briefs that's what okay. you guys got it so yeah. like uh booty shorts kind booty of. shorts yeah oh, tidy nice. whities yeah fantastic uh, fit check complete. We're sipping on some homemade cold brew. Yeah, yeah. Really, the black. host eye masks, homemade cold cookies. brew, chocolate. What are these cookies called again? These cherries, are my Corona with the limes. Man, cut a lime wedge for me. We gotta do it. This is incredible stuff. Yeah, James, don't chew, don't, chew, don't, don't, don't chew, don't chew on Mike. Yeah, those. Yeah, and we got a spittoon for the cherry yep. bits. <laughs> this is a very. This is gonna be a very ASM. We got the amazing accent. 
Oh, thank That's you. novelty right out the gate. Thank We're going to have a lot of fun ASMR. Right, hopefully it doesn't include James chewing into the mic. Done chewing. Um, Isaac, Be we've all been homies for, uh, I mean, you were there when Lawrence and I were first kind of beginning our friendship. And like, yeah. we've been homies for a long time. At least time. over 10 years ago, for sure. And I need you, we need you to settle this ongoing debate between Lawrence and myself that we constantly are having over this classic hashtag menswear night, right? So there's this one evening when a bunch of blogger nerds all linked up with you and a bunch of your female model friends, right? <laughs> I remember it. Wow. Okay, so good. In my recollection, we go to like the model apartments where they like stuff these like 12 right. girls in like the a barracks. two bedroom place. Yeah, the fucking the orphanage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, uh, it was up a staircase. It yeah. was up a staircase. I remember that. Imagine yeah. an orphanage, but only sexy babes. And so, and so, <laughs> in my memory, in my mind's eye, we're all vibing and getting along. And some of us <laughs> were like, "Oh shit, maybe I have a shot with a, a model here." But then a bunch of model, a bunch of male models showed up, who were also your homies, and they obviously these fucking studs walked in, cocks of the walk, absolutely just fucking you know cucked us to the wayside, guarded all the babes. And in my recollection. The, the the blogger nerds, the female models and the male models, we all got on the train and we went to like some party in like LES. We got on the street. We got to the front door of the building and the male models were like, <laughs> hold up. Everyone who was invited to this party stepped forward and <laughs> like all, the, all the male models and female models stepped forward and all the blogger nerds just left standing there. And they're just like, yeah, sorry, fellas. Like, uh, right. you know, it's it's a private party. So we're just going to have to literally basically <laughs> in so many words being like, you're not hot enough to continue this night with us i don't i mean that might have happened but i remember i stayed and, with you guys yeah oh no, right okay and you, that's when we were like yo this and you were in a black leather jacket and that's when we were like <laughs> it was your like first night in new york and that's when we were like yo this guy fucking rules he like right. gave up the hot people to go chill in a, a brand practice space in some basement yeah i, will, I won't i won't love low street or something i will, like that, I will protect you? the innocent but a certain editor was in a band and he had a practice space in like a storage unit it was a basement. and we bail we well we didn't bail as much as we got fucking shunned obviously and then we just went to the practice space and did drugs all night long okay yeah so i will say that that was the first <laughs> time that i took hard drugs in america oh wow We'll and leave it at that. <laughs> I later became addicted to that specific substance. Wow. Oh, no. And so I, don't, I don't want to blame oh, you guys. No. Jesus I, I blame my drug addiction on you guys, but you were there for the inception. Hey, and look at you now. It's See, it's a journey. You've come a long way, sweetheart. This without, is, no, this without, is a full circle moment. <laughs> without uh, hitting rock bottom. Lars, this is an intervention. <laughs> yeah, right. Without hitting rock bottom, you wouldn't have made it to the fifth floor. You know what I mean? That's yeah. true. Very to true. level E. <laughs> but, but, but as far as the details of basically being shunned because we weren't up to snuff when it came to the looks, that's what happened. I mean, to I, some degree. I, I would say that it would have been more, like we always talk in nightlife, we talk about a ratio, right? <laughs> mm. And the ratio of males to females. And I would imagine with you guys there being all male, <laughs> yes, it would have confirmed. thrown off the ratio, which should always be, be like three girls to every one guy. Right, never experienced that in my entire that's, life. And that's like just that. math. We're just talking about math. Purely. <laughs> and so honestly, generally speaking, I mean, I hate talking about nightlife stuff. It sounds so wanky, but fuck it, we're here, so let's do it. It does not matter what a dude looks like as long as he is with the specific. Really, that's actually great women. intel for anyone who. Sadly, yeah. it really matters what the girl looks like. Yes. So it is much Double safer standard. for an extremely unattractive man to show up with a bunch of hotties than it is for with a gaggle of bitches. Yeah, than you know, like a a short woman, for right. instance, to show up. <laughs> 
Well, you know, like <laughs> very diplomatic of you. You could have gone a lot of different ways. Yeah, there, I mean, but my, my mom is going to listen to this and I'll everything get about you, anti-feminist. That sweetie, I said. everything about you is perfect. You're just short. Yeah. Yeah. I see you. I see you short. short. I see you short, queen. Yeah. Because you see a lot. Shout out to short in my queens. life, there'll be women who are extremely uh, strange looking, but very <laughs> tall. Mm. And they always get in. Strange yep. looking short queens. Our first title option of what I imagine will be. Many. Well, <laughs> from from humble beginnings, you are now living the Raya dream of being a full time DJ. Um, and that is like your job, right? Like you, you told us, you're like, yo, I'm still not convinced that you and Warren think that being a DJ is like a job, but that no, is no, no, confirmed I'm not, your I'm job. Not, I'm not convinced that you guys think that I actually can DJ. I've seen the <laughs> IG stories. I saw Wonderwall in, going in off ter- last in night. In terms of like, just like hitting slappers and making the, the party go buck. Uh, one of my biggest, like my, I'd say that one of my biggest imposter syndrome things is people who knew me before I was a DJ and then are like, this guy's not a DJ. As like, a I want to be influencer like a blogger. blogger. Right. Okay. Just happened to like fall into this thing and now get booked because he has some followers on Instagram sure. or something like that. But I take my job very, very seriously yeah, as yeah. a DJ, just so you know. I mean, I, uh, like I also take myself very seriously. <laughs> yeah, <lot>. clearly. <laughs> yeah. He says as, uh, and, he has titties on the t-shirt. And when you're, when you're talking about the imposter syndrome of DJ, you're just being like people thinking that you don't know how to mix live. Yes, okay. yes, that's that. Okay, gotcha. What is? I mean, uh, bro, I can't even fucking imagine like what the answer would be. Like, what's the most annoying behavior that you had to put up with as a, as a DJ, a sober DJ at that? Yeah. So for me, like song requests are fine, and I almost always accommodate people. Really? Like, yeah. I like. I'm. You're just. You live to serve. I'm a. I live to serve. I think of DJing like you're a waiter in a restaurant. If you bring people the wrong food, you're, they're going to tell you're, you're you in the service like the industry. Food. You are Send this back. You yeah. are definitely <laughs> in the service industry when you're a DJ. And so like if I'm serving people the wrong food and they don't like it, I have to change things real quick. And they're there to be entertained. And if they want to hear specific things to be entertained, then I will do my absolute best to accommodate them. However, the annoying thing is when you're playing like a song at 80 BPM mm-hmm. and somebody comes and uh, asks you to play something that's like 130. It's so different right. and it's going to completely change the vibe. Yeah. Then I will try to say to them, Hey, like, listen, I'll do that, but it's going to be in 45 minutes. It's going to be in an hour. And then the annoying person who is always female, always blonde, <laughs> always rich, always inebriated <laughs> comes up to me and goes, I asked you 30 seconds ago. You still haven't played my song. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, the other annoying thing is And you say, listen, listen, honey, you're too strange looking and short to not be then (laughs) slipping me a cool tenor to make this happen immediately. BPM Uh, BPM LM, Isaac. BPM LM. Wait, do people and on this that note, uh, do people are they paying too? Do does that happen where okay? So what happens is rich dudes will come up. And it's always like rich trust fund dudes whose like dads bought them a hotel. Like I'm talking like really right, rich, sure. like private jet dudes. And I had one at um, Surf Lodge on Saturday. His <laughs> family owns Snow Lodge, I think. And fuck that dude. Fuck Snow that Lodge dude. is what was happening in that storage unit that night. What, oh, was the yeah. <laughs> what was the request? He asked me to play some. He came up to me and was like, yo, I'll pay you $500. What? what? But, and so but, he played it immediately. Like Venmo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, But I want to hear that unce unce. Oh, he wanted a whole genre. Yeah, yeah. Genre. He was, yeah, he was like, I want to hear Deep House. Like, give me some uns uns. We're with like 40 people. And he was with like Suede Brooks and a lot of those like sure. new TikTok influences. Right, 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 right. And I don't <laughs> like house music very much. I don't want to play house music. Right. 
And so that always irritates me. Whenever rich white people come up to me and ask me for house music, I'm always did like, you like, your, did you like you, your music like you like your rugby teams? All black. <laughs> did, did you? <laughs> nice. Well played. Did you take the money in that instance? Or? I actually told him no. I said, I said no. Why don't you just take the money and then just not play it? Like, because, what can you do? Oh, he'd buy the surf lodge and then yeah, I fire you. Yeah. I don't think you can do that, first of all. Like, I don't, I don't think you can take it's money. A, it's against the DJ's yeah. code of conduct. Yeah. And also, like, I have this thing where it's like, I don't want to feel, I don't want those motherfuckers to feel like they can they own you. Me. Right, right. Yeah. You're not in the pocket of Big Snow Lodge. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. Okay, so then the other thing that annoys me is when really drunk girls think that they are having fun and that I'm having fun and come up behind the DJ booth and start trying to like grab my dick. <laughs> Why do you not like that? Yeah. Because is distracting yeah. and distracting and awkward and i don't know these you're like people bitch get out my bondies can you imagine going to chipotle and you start like making bun, your own burrito bundies. And shit? bitch get out my bundies yeah exactly <laughs> just grabbing the dick of the and chipotle they worker always your try burrito. to scratch they always try to scratch wait they're getting on your serratos and like fucking not scratch your not scratch the pee pee no, scratch no, I mean, the, no. the, the one hand the kiwi jays one hand is on the, on the cdj the kiwi pee pee but they to make it clear that, yeah yeah that, yeah <laughs> They think that it is hilarious to be like, oh, what happens when you? Ah! Oh, talk about fucking up the vibe. <laughs> and dude. because I am a people pleaser and a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't kick them out myself, but I'll get a bouncer to come over and remove got it. them. Got it. Got it. Are there DJs typically? And again, like I have to imagine that your sobriety helps you in like not being a creep, but there's got to be DJs that like exploit that. Right. And oh, or sure. get in the business for that whole per- exactly. that sole purpose. Getting just a tsunami of trim. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, I it's, it's funny because I invited you to the party. I mean, I invited both of you guys, but I was texting with you, James, and you were like, I've never been that good at meeting girls in clubs and bars. Or on podcasts, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truth. Great episode, though. And she was very, very entertaining. Shout out Annie. Uh, but Instant I haven't classic. actually been that good at picking up girls and bars loud. And, and clubs. Even and when you're the talent. Yeah. And also, it's like, it's never the one that I want. Sure. Right. Right, right. So, There's no long term possibility. Yeah. Although there was a there here. was a adult film actress at your party yesterday that you were like, damn, I wish I'd not that you're like going to go after her or anything. But you're just like, wow, I wish I had known that that was her. Yeah, I, I kind of recognize her from her work. I did <laughs> recognize somebody who was coming up to the DJ booth last night and I kept on staring at her and staring at her. And then today I found out that it was Janice. Is it Janice Griffin's Janice Griffin? I don't know if it's like, I don't like know. Eddie Griffin, Peter Griffin or like Griffith. <laughs> You know, Griffith, like, well, yeah, uh, know. she's going on the mixtape cover. So for yep. all the 18 million at yes, home, sir. keep your eyes peeled. And that's who's gaping asshole we're talking. about. Has anyone ever gotten like violent with you? I heard this one story about like a certain cigarette smoker or some <laughs> shit like this. Fucking so in 2015, I was playing very regularly at a private club off the bottom of up and down. It was called never, never. Yes. Classic. It, was, it was basically like they, it was their version of an East village dive bar, like connected it's to just a in the basement. club. Yeah. It was in the yeah. basement, but to the, it was like through a secret door okay. through the basement. Never made it. Okay. So, um, so you never, were never allowed to it. play rock and roll. It was like the strokes and the clash and stuff like the cure, you know, you were not allowed to play any hip hop. Damn, and that sucks. and a lot of celebrities used to come in a lot. So one night, Nick Jonas came in wearing a fedora, smoking a <laughs> cigar that was the same smoking size a cigar? as his body. Oh what God. a fucking bozo, dude! Yeah. And um, <laughs> wait, who's he? Which one is he married to? Who's he married to? Oh, I only know them by their Priyanka Chopra. No, that's yeah, Nick Jonas. Yeah, Nick Jonas. Yeah, Nick Jonas. I thought you said Joe Jonas. No, Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. No, I DJ with Joe Jonas there a couple oh, okay. of times. Extremely nice guy. Not a but fedora did, cigar smoking douchebag. Wearing cigar smoker. Nick is the dick. Joe is the homie. I, mean, I didn't talk to him, so I don't know if he was a dick, but he was smoking a cigar. <laughs> yeah. Trying to wear a fedora. So who's cool in the Jonas Brothers? your own mind. Um, but yeah, so one night I'm DJing there, minding my own business, and 
It's 2015. The chain smokers come in with one of their best friends, right? All of them? How many are there? Two. Two. Okay. Two of them. I don't know. And they look so two similar smokers. to each other. So with what I'm about to tell you, I can't tell you which one it was. Which probably good to protect the innocent in yeah. this case. Or and, the guilty. And yeah. I don't hold anything against them because they were extremely drunk and they sure. probably thought that I was being a douchebag. But anyway, one of their best friend comes up to me and he goes, I'll give you five bucks. Do you have a chain smokers song? And it was before like um closer had come out. You know, it was like way before that era. Oh, the uh who's on that? Uh, the Halsey, Halsey song. song. Right. And so six years ago, so currently you will not take five hundred dollars to play music, but six years ago you would have taken five bucks. Oh, yeah. This must yeah. have been in the middle of your drug addiction. I'm no, sure. it was actually I, I was like a year sober at that okay. point. Okay, all right. Yeah. And you're like, I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. And um, and so the friend comes up to me, he goes, Do you have a chain smokers song? And I looked in my Serato. I looked on my computer and I had that song as OMG. Can we take a selfie? Oh, right. The worst emoji song. The worst song of all time. Outro music. Boom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and I was like, oh, God. Like, I was like, I don't really want to. Was he trolling his friend? I didn't realize at the time that he was trolling. Clearly. Okay. But so even was, the chain smokers knew that this was the worst fucking song of all so time. I was like, oh God, he's like, please, 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 they're here. You know, like they're just becoming famous. Like it would be great if you could play one of their songs. I was like, yeah, okay, For cool. five bucks? So I mix in OMG, can we take a selfie? And the motherfucker from the chain smokers runs up to the DJ booth, picks up my computer and tries to throw it on <laughs> the ground. Wow. And he's a, cl- he's a former club Bro, DJ. you made the song. Yeah. You so he knew take how Take a bad long, hard look and in the mirror, dude. I'm not the problem. I'm not a tough guy, okay? And I had to get physical with this dude. <laughs> I had to grab him, grab the laptop, and another um, like nightclub DJ who's been around for a long time called Dexter Love. I'm not sure if you guys know Dexter, yeah. Filipino guy. He now is a part owner of Ja Ja Ja, the lovely vegan Mexican establishment sure. in the Lower East Side. Anyway. I believe it's pronounced ha ha ha. Yeah, it probably <laughs> in Spanish. is. It probably is, yeah. But we're speaking English right now. Um, so he was there on hand and he grabbed he grabbed the dude as Holy well. And shit. so like there were no, you know, there was Did no he get out of breath cars. real quick from, you know, chain smoking so much? Like, <laughs> I was going to say chain smoker, more like chain snatcher. This God man damn. came for your fucking livelihood, bro. To be fair, I will say when I'm in the fucking club and they start playing a Throwing Fits episode, I also get <laughs> super fucking violent. Yeah, when they drop that fucking yeah. weedest bro gang we are going by <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> um are celebrities above making requests like uh, this guy clearly was very upset that you were playing his very shitty song um but do you get requests yeah, from celebs I, mean, I, I, I once played a um fat joe album release party <laughs> your nemesis are our, 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 well i think we See, kind of squashed the beef but fat joe for the longest time now we gotta put him on the, the mixing cover number one because we're such a fucking of the moment hyper topical podcast fat joe had his own storyline for i don't even remember <laughs> why but yeah no because okay. he's addicted to me in dubai at yeah salt, oh, well, salt yeah, Bay's restaurant i remember hearing about that <laughs> Uh, at Soul Bay's restaurant, right? Yeah. yeah. So this was like, this was past the era of Fat Joe. Sadly, it wasn't like the Fat lean Joe back. Some, no, it wasn't sure. the lean back yet. Right. But Fat Joe has the somehow squad had fallen on hard times. Yeah, it was, and it was before All the Way Up had come out as well. Oh, so it was like, damn. It was, in the, it was in the dark years. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I played an album release party His for period. him. Who it was booked like, you for that? Like they were looking for Joe, a DJ. It was the last minute thing. It was like a sure. dinner and they called my agents. Do you have anybody on the ground in Miami? He did not specifically ask for me. <laughs> and guess what? Fat Joe requested over and over the again. Chainsmokers. No, <laughs> no, what? I have no idea. Fat Joe. Well, <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, so, so Fat Joe wanted to hear a lot of Fat Joe. Um, I was playing you, one time at Never Never. Do you have to? Do you have to honor the requests when it's a fucking celebrity? Well, I mean, it's, it's, like it's their it's party. dinner or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, play. I'm gonna play Fat Joe. What about if it? What about if it's just like a regular club night? 
It really depends. Like if it's a cool person and like they know the club owner and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. when, for instance, when I play like one Oak or any of those butter group places, sure. and like Richie Akiva <laughs> is sitting next to me on the DJ booth and he's usually like rapping along on the microphone and stuff. If one of his boys comes up and asks for Jay-Z, there's no way in hell I'm not right. going to play Jay-Z. That would be bad I, for business for you to deny I'm, that I'm request. I'm respectful of the people who like built these places. Sure. For sure. Uh, Justin Timberlake came up and requested disco music one time. Really? Just, he just said a genre, yeah. just disco. He was like, that- I want to hear Motown and disco. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, people request music all the time. As a middle-aged was white G- man, I am not surprised to was hear that Was JT a dick or was he like, yo, man? Nah, he was, he was nice. Yeah. He all was right. nice. And actually, funnily enough, uh, my girlfriend... Uh, who was formerly a bottle girl, mm, uh, bottle woman. Bottle Is that how like, you guys met in the no, club? No, no, no. Okay. We, we met on America's we respect dating app, Instagram. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, we we call them bottle women. Yeah, group. sorry. No. Yeah. Sorry, so we don't she, infantilize our bottle service. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. So she, this is years ago when she was living in Los Angeles, and she used to get like booked by Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Like, As a server? So she would travel with them like to what? different clubs. And, really? Like, and they, like she was there. I don't there. know if I'm allowed to say that, but right. fuck it. It's like not the, my, it's well, the, I'm, I'm the, it's not wait, my, were they just like, were they just like, we, we love the way you open Fiji waters? Like, right. Yeah, I mean, my girlfriend is extremely fun in the club. Like, she is. I apologize, by the way, for uh, scowling at her when she smiled uh, at me on the street. Don't worry. I'll so, this I'm, is like a level up from weed carrier. It's a bottle opener or a yeah, bottle carrier. For sure. But, like, she is one of those. A sparkler lighter. <laughs> she's one of those people. Remember in Entourage when Turtle, <laughs> oh, yes. when Turtle describes himself as a mood lifter? He oh, lifts the mood right. My girlfriend is very much like that. Like, when she is, a, like, when people are around her, especially in nightlife establishments, she right. lifts the She's mood. a mood lifter. And business is a booming. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She just wants to lift and build. So she used to <laughs> she used to travel around uh, Los Angeles nightclubs and get booked direct. So it's like she would have to go into One Oak, not work for One Oak, but she right. would work the night for Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Incredible. What? So you DJ a lot here in New York. You you DJ a lot in Miami, which we're going to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, have you like? Are you a traveling DJ? Yeah, I would say so. Where are you going? Oh, um, what like? Is there stark differences between New York and LA? Let's just start there uh la i've only ever played events to be honest with you but yeah i mean i think that the big difference in la is that everybody is vacuous and sucks okay and dressed terribly yeah and um and is so consumed with celebrity culture that i don't think that anybody is actually there to party everybody's there to like trying to like sleep with a celebrity or just just get there or to get a celebrity on their story on their podcast podcast. (laughs) to to lincoln built yeah Yeah, so like i'm not a big fan of um network of partying in los angeles but i will say that Due to my job and everything, the Zach Beer podcast was one of my favorite. Episodes. Oh, sure. Shout out, shout out Zach. Right. The done. empresario. Also a close personal uh, friend of my girlfriend, Miranda. There you go. Yeah. Shout yeah. out, Zach. What? Um, so partying in, in New York is a lot more fun. Partying in Miami is interesting because there are specific genres of music that go so hard in Miami. And then you get like used reggaeton, to, like reggaeton like- for instance. And you get used to playing this stuff. And reggaeton music is good in the club. It gets people right. dancing real sexy. <laughs> and then you come back here and you're like hyped on the reggaeton. You drop like the biggest reggaeton record in the world by Bad Bunny. Right. And everybody in New York goes, this is in English. Slumps. Yeah. Well, you should and probably like, go. Yeah, like, real melting pot shit. Okay. You could also, yeah. I'm sure if you if you went about 100 blocks north, you know, you might get a this different is reaction. Sure. This is right. You're talking about downtown New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. White people. Um, yeah. But I will say that um, despite the fact that it probably looks cool to DJ nightclubs, uh, there's very little money in DJing. Sure. Nightclubs. <laughs> right. uh, all of the money in DJing comes on Tuesdays through Thursdays, 6 p.m. through 10 p.m. doing corporate events. Right. Mm. Sure. So like my biggest paychecks come from like McDonald's or Calvin <laughs> Klein or Vogue magazine right. or The Gap or H&M. Who pays the like best? That. 
Uh, the McDonald's has paid. <laughs> no surprises there. Get that with, quarter pounder bag. They yeah, right? were <laughs> launching a merch collection. Sadly, not the Travis Scott merch collection. Right, right, but they right. were launching a merch collection in 2019. They booked me for three hours, and um, I'll save it for I'll save it for later. I will tell you how much they paid me, but in the money section. Okay, so, wow, something, a real, something, a real so pro. Everyone, like for that's what we call a little to. tease, yeah, so yeah. that we can uh, sustain the listeners. Don't go anywhere. What's the lamest party you've ever had to DJ? Because these sound like, while they may pay the bills, I mean, right? McDonald's sure sounds fucking pretty lame. <laughs> I DJed a lame party the other day at Ludlow House. The establishment was fine. It was for these very strange individuals <laughs> who, okay, so there, you know where Montenegro is? On the, the country? On the yeah. eastern coast of, uh, of Europe. Yeah. So there is like an abandoned city in Montenegro. That what do you call me? Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, got his ass. Wow. <laughs> Keep it pushing. Okay, okay, push through, push through, Isaac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. Okay, so there's plenty an, more of that. There's an abandoned city in Montenegro and these rich New York dudes have gotten the rights to create their own country. What is it going to be like a fucking crypto city? paradise? Or yeah, some shit? basically, oh, yes, exactly. sure. And I DJed there like... Their I think this is what party. Jeffrey Epstein was trying to Hold do, up, by yes. the way. Not like, not like, but I didn't <laughs> find out island. who the client was until I arrived there. In the then, city or at Ludlow no, House? No, no, at Ludlow House. And then when I got there, I realized that it was like what it was. And then people started talking about Jeffrey Epstein. I was like, damn, this is like not necessarily a good thing that I'm doing right <laughs> yeah, now. Right. But they're paying me. Was the party to like recruit like hot girls to it come join them in this fucking Ponzi, like <laughs> a bit groomy? Scheme. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely there were like women who were very clearly being paid to be there sure. to like and and it was no surprise that the guys. I mean, like I'm sure they're nice guys, whatever. Maybe they're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure not. they're probably not. <laughs> it was no surprise to me that the guys who were trying to create this new country were all <laughs> under five four. Hell yeah. Short kings. Short hey, kings. We got some strange looking short queens for you guys. Don't even worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has there ever been a party that you had to just like whether I mean Sounds like you showed up and you don't really know what the information is until you hit the ground. But like, has there ever been something that you just had to leave because you got like way too many like grooming vibes or Epstein vibes, whatever? Like, I've, n- I've never had a situation where I've like, always I've, seen it. Through. He always pushes through yeah, just yeah, like yeah, on I've podcasts. Never, and yeah. I will do everything I can to try and make the party work. Like I am like a people pleaser. You live to serve. Yeah, I live to serve. Like I'm a true man. Of the I people. am trying to like, so like if us. it's. If it's older people, then I'll play only, you know, music from the 70s. Bring it on. Electric slide, run it back. (laughs) 100%. But I have definitely had situations happen where no matter what I do, nothing. Have you turned down a bag up front because you had the information about what the event was going to be? I I used to not play for any alcohol companies. And I've since like, really? Yeah. I used to be like, I'm not going to take money from an alcohol company because of what alcohol did in my own life. Sure. Then after a while, I was like, oh, you know what? If they're going to pay me $5,000 to come and DJ for a couple of hours. Fuck it. these and under eye masks ain't cheap. Yeah. Exactly. And like I I did DJ the Verve Clico polo. That's game, right. You, you killed were, that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What's that's that's gonna be you have seen me DJ there. I have. Yeah, I have. Uh that must have been a nice check yeah, too, that was fun. my friends. That was fun. And I was DJing with my one of my close personal friends, Amrit, who I threw the party with last right. night. Mm. And anytime we play together, it's always do you pr- so obviously you do the solo DJ vibes yeah. where you do like the Ronin shit. Do you like it when you link up with a friend like Amrit? It is really fun to play back to back with people. Uh it's half, it's when, half the work. Yeah, especially when they're like uh Daft Punk on vibes. the same vibe. It's like what, it's what you knew. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. I want to do this a bar for bar. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I was getting all the money. 
funny, but ultimately it is but, nice. You know, to have I just freaked out. I freaked out when Lawrence got up for forty five seconds. Know, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Where are you going? Exactly. But yeah, you guys bounce off each other, and the same thing with DJs. Like it's exciting when you don't know the song that the person is going to play next. They, they do something good, and you're like, oh, I have to beat that. I nice. live. I tremble at the thought of what's coming out of Lawrence's yeah. mouth next. <laughs> so I will say, my favorite people to play back to back with are Amaret and then Hank. You know the young DJ. Yes. Brock. Brock. Wait, Brock. Shout out Brock. Uh, again, Brock, on the former podcast endeavor that shall not be named. I've met Brock. I've met Brock one time, but like I don't really know Brock. But like Hank, there's every single like it, I know exactly he, why he's as successful as he is. He, he plays is a, a lot of like good DJ. He plays a lot of like disco and like deep cut shit, right? Yeah, That's he does. But, young I, man, but he's also he has, really good at like a commercial like hip hop right, right, right. as well. And he's a lot of fun. Sick. Shout he's out very Hank. good at what he is does. Is there uh, kind of pivoting away from like the the whack parties? Is there like a party that stands out to you in the in the last like? Let's say, well, fuck, I guess like COVID happened. So let's say in the last like two years, is there a party that like really st- st- sticks out to you? It's like, yo, that was the sickest fucking gig or like I killed it the hardest there. Okay, so I played a in-store event for American Eagle when they opened that yes. Union Square Shout store. out Todd Snyder. <laughs> what, was he? Todd Snyder oh, is owned, is owned by American yeah, Eagle. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, <laughs> I, so I, um, I played this American Eagle event and uh, my opener... Was Rick Ross? Rick Ross opened for you. Rick Ross opened for you. Yeah, so Rick you were the Chapo. You were the Chapo trap house to his yeah, throwing exactly. fits. So Rick Ross, <laughs> yes, yeah. Rick Ross performed, and then I went on stage to DJ straight after. Performed. Rick Ross. How, how long was his set? He did like eight songs, and so he did every big like Rick a was many. He, yeah, basically, was the American Eagle crowd receptive to the biggest boss that we've yeah, seen thus far? They were. They were. <laughs> and do you know what? I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. Rick Ross is actually my favorite rapper. Oh, he. I first mean, of all, Miami vibes. We've already shout out. Great city, a lawless land. Yeah. But yo, yo, maybe Rick we Ross can, has slaps. Maybe Rick we can uh, rules. What's your favorite Rick Ross song? Uh, Aston Modern Music. All right, which, okay. we're fucking Mine would be smokers. Fuck with me, you know I got it with Jay Z. Uh, yeah, also incredible. Also BMF, but we don't fucking play the uh, the third verse by what's his name? Styles P. Yeah, yeah. Styles P. Yo, you, come you on, shout out Styles P. Uh, okay, cha- wait, wait, cha- wait, wait. Change the outro music to Aston Martin Music. Okay, right, cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're writing notes. Yes, sir. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, and remember back in the hashtag menswear days, you guys were always doing like uh, Rick Ross Grunt. You'd always put Rick Ross Grunt on all of your like, oh, like hashtag. Probably. Risk, I mean, yeah. that seemed like a very, a very cool. corny thing that <laughs> a bunch of white and half white people would do. 100%. <laughs> um, okay, so I go onto stage to DJ and, you know, Rick Ross has his own fried chicken company. Uh, what the fuck? No, uh, Wingstop. Yeah, Wingstop. 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 Yeah. yeah, right, right. Okay, Wingstop. And so I think he owns a, a bunch of franchises, right. but either way, he's like the face of fat boy need a 10 piece. Yeah. Boom. So Lemon I go wet. on and I DJ and Rick Ross comes from the backstage onto the stage with big boxes of chicken wings in his hand and starts handing out chicken wings to everybody <laughs> in the, in the audience. That's it. How you else know, like, do you win the crowd over besides oh. throwing them some fucking wings? And you know, like, I am never surprised by successful people when you see them in real life and you see what they do to yeah. get to that right. point. Yeah. Like sure. that is above and beyond. He's not a diva. He's not too cool to hang out with people. He's not too cool to like hang, you know, like fraternize with the with the little people in the crowd. He goes and hands them chicken. Like he's the people's champ. Exactly. I love that dude. <laughs> he's feeding <laughs> the people, bro. He's literally <laughs> feeding the people. Oh. What did that do for what did that do? Were people then going fucking nuts? Oh, and then did you just wild. drop like wild. the fucking hardest Rick Ross song did you, you think did of? You, he had already played all his best records True. you gotta run it did, back did though. you ask rick ross how much he was getting paid for american I didn't. Eagle? he actually that's gotta be a million dollars he didn't talk to me sadly but yeah he must have gotten <laughs> he must have gotten a lot the people's he, champ well, did was, not talk to me he, as the opener he was scared to, 
talk yeah, to the headliner, yeah. obviously. Like you, know? you, went back to, yeah. you went back to a shitty little green room while you had the fucking, you know, the, yeah. the trailer up back. <laughs> exactly. What's been the most exclusive party that you've ever DJed, Isaac? Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> a contemplative, oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, a I prolonged. Really, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess the the most exclusive would be the. It's not like it, I didn't get paid. I actually don't even think I invoiced for it, so I didn't even get paid. But what? I occasionally will play uh, the One Oak private room downstairs. What's going on in there? There is no bar. Okay, so you can't even order drinks. Everything is brought to you. Wow. Mm. And it's basically like no holds barred. Have you seen some, have you seen people obviously doing drugs for sure, but have you seen people fucking down there? I did see somebody through the crack in the bathroom door having sex in the toilet that one nice. time. Nice. Uh, it was the weekend in Julia Fox. Yeah, yeah. Famously yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, seen yeah. in Uncut Gems. For sure. And, and it's, you, it's, it's, that. it's yeah. that. It's that room that they that mm-hmm. they filmed that bit in. Do you see a lot of finger banging on the dance floor? I it did in high school, but I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of that. In, but I've it's a big New Zealand tradition. It's I a never, rite of passage. I'll never that and fucking sheep. I was, yeah. I was da- dancing on stage at a high school disco <laughs> next to the DJ like the little thought that I was. And um, <laughs> and I remember seeing a girl uh, being fingered on the dance floor. And that's when you knew this was the life for you. Yeah. Three months later, she left school pregnant. Oh, wow, how does that right. work? I don't know. From the finger? That's, that's my, a powerful yeah. finger. My parents weren't explaining something to me. But, yeah. 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 See, when a sheep loves another sheep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Quit this up. Is there a lot of sheep fucking in New Zealand? Uh, we have 10 times more sheep than human beings. See? Right? So you so, have to extrapolate And sometimes that. you need to keep warm on a cold right. winter's night. So yeah. if you have 10 times the sheep, I would imagine you have 10 times the sheep fucking then. I would that's also so. math. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Vegas um, can't be choosers. Right. Sure. Have you ever gotten nervous? I get nervous like, for every single gig. Really? Every gig. What's, so I what's, played a, a room of like 70 of my friends and Amrit's friends last night. Right. And I was scared before I went on. Do you have any advice then for two guys who are now just embarking into the live show arena? I think the nerves are good. Like nerves show that you care. And I once uh, read that article, you know, the uh, Frank Sinatra has a call. Yes. Yeah, yeah. By Gay Talese. By Gay Talese, which is- What do you call me? you haven't read it- <laughs> Damn it. Damn, he's, he's so good. good. He's so good. God damn. I saw, I saw it coming 10. I'm 10 steps ahead of you. This is one of the things that I do when I'm listening to the episode. Like I text about like you guys, like your quick lines because you guys are fucking good. And do you know what? Because I'm the narcissist that I am. I will listen to your podcast and feel annoyed with myself that I couldn't have come up with the joke that you guys wow. came up with. Listen, That's how fucking good you know what you gotta do. You listen to it in 0.5x speed. Yeah. Slow it down, yeah. Isaac. And 100%. then it'll only take six hours to finish. Yeah. Sure, sure, but sure. This, is, this is why we are the only podcast that matters. You guys are the only podcast. We are on another like, fucking level. I am continually impressed. Every episode I listen, <laughs> Thank I'm like, you, dude. you guys are so quick. You're so witty. Uh, clip I this out it. for TikTok. Clip yeah, this out please. for TikTok. Make, <laughs> this, make this a sound. Um, what's your pre... So if you're nervous... And you use us your advantage. What's your preset ritual? Uh, I will try to calm myself a little bit before I go on. I try not to drink anything, even water, before I go hey, on. Because you don't want to pee or because whatever. I don't want to pee. Yeah. Yeah. I literally you don't want, that because you, I don't want to you pee. Don't like wear di- Did you, you just wear diapers? <laughs> nah, I just like dehydrate myself. Honestly. Okay. Right, so you just, you're, if, if you see Isaac behind the ones and twos, you know he's dehydrated. Yeah. But if there's a fucking DJ I that's walk into like, a room, I try to stand in the room for like 10 minutes before I go on. While stand, people are yeah. milling about and partying. And I'll stand in some like inconspicuous This is like a, you know, an watch. NBA guy doing a little shoot around or yeah. an NFL guy doing a walkthrough. Like, you like, want to be on the field? You want to take in? Absorb the yeah. vibe? Yeah, a and bit? I think that one of the best qualities for a DJ to have and one of the worst qualities to have in life is to be an extremely sensitive person. And I am a very sensitive why, person. Why is that? 
Why is that? Because when you're sensitive, it hurts. Sure. But when you're sensitive as a DJ, you can really feel the mood of the crowd. And you can feel oh, like the turn vibe. against you or. Yeah, but, but also <laughs> like it helps a lot as well. So I think that like having some like trying to be intuitive with the emotional feeling of the crowd is a really helpful thing. This to is do good advice. This is taking maybe your insecurities and using them in a way to help you. Yeah. Right. And I try, to play, I try to play to who is in the room. I don't try to I don't try to play like the coolest thing. Like last uh, last weekend, for instance, at Surf Lodge. On the on the Saturday night, I was playing to a whole big crowd of like young women. <laughs> I dropped an Olivia Rodrigo song and they went crazy. I'm sure. On the Sunday night, I played to a room full of like people my age. I'm 37 years old. Right. And they wanted to hear like, don't stop believing and shit like that, right? <laughs> I played the same Olivia Rodrigo record. It completely fizzled. Oh, wow. Bombed. You know? And so you got to play to the crowd. Sure. You know, it, is there a universal banger where no matter where you Ooh. are or your go-to, if like- What is the Mount Rushmore of universal bangers? Okay, yeah. yeah. The Mount Rushmore of universal bangers for me <laughs> are- my neck, my back. <laughs> sure. Cause, Always Because sex sells. My Always pussy and my crack. Works, Hell okay? yeah. Dancing queen, always Abba, works. Really? Even always even with works. even with zoomers? Yeah. Interesting, because they're all dancing queens themselves. Yeah, every everybody likes that song. Dancing that short. is, uh, I'm very surprised to hear that. But okay, okay cool. There are, uh, so, like, if you're playing to a young crowd right now, Driver's License is the hottest record. Sure, she still play. slaps. And when you get to that last big chorus, people lose their mind. Okay, so it really like. I was, I was, I knew you guys were going to ask a question like this, right? Okay. And I was trying to figure out how do I answer it, but like I'm just going to be honest, okay? If I am playing to a white crowd, right, Mr. Brightside, will oh, be <laughs> time, okay? life imitating art, dude. <laughs> if I am playing to a black crowd, uh, Wayne Wonder, No Letting Go works sure, incredibly of course. well. Iconic. Another song that works incredibly well that I've been playing a lot recently is "Be Without You" by Mary J. Blige. Classic. Fucking slaps. And the same thing with um with that song by In Vogue. Um, oh, uh, what's it gonna be? Right, yeah. Cause I can't pretend. Sure. If we yeah. if we book you at the next um throwing fits, which is Jonah my Hill dream gig. Free, right? Okay. What is what are you gonna drop at the fucking peak it's of the party? Dirtbag dog, come on. Oh yeah, is it hundred percent? Oh, come on, right. that's, that's a <laughs> listen for all the Pulitzers you got lining the shelves. That's an easy. See, one, once dog. again, I asked the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I didn't. I didn't have a really answer for so, that. So let, let me ask you a question right about. So you've mentioned a lot of like slower songs that maybe are like a slower burn that, like you said, culminate in big chorus, like. People want to sing along versus dancing. Yeah, but like no letting go is, is a like straight dance song. Like okay. uh, to, if, if you're playing to a, a, a crowd of people who can appreciate dancehall music, gal, you're a party animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So hard. Um, yeah. Like people really, that are trying to wind. And then if you're. you're That's like, Egyptian hold you for me. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, Another classic. Universal band. Classical. Okay, if, if it's like the, the height of the party. I love to drop Conga by Gloria Estefan. Okay. That makes people lose that's That's got to be, mind. that's Miami classic vibes. Yeah, but it works really well here in New York okay. as well. Wow. What a, um, love that. But then, you know, like, if you're in a room full of men, you know. Uh, <laughs> Which, work, by the way, it's throwing fits party. Work, you know. Um, <laughs> Ferg? Yeah. Ooh, 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 put it Could work. you down to the socks like I'm Biggie Papa, <laughs> baby. baby. Yeah, that, oh, really that always oh, 
Uh, are you looking for two hype men? Oh my god, I would love hype men. Lawrence is a white girl hard in that he loves to uh, get on elevated oh, surfaces I get on, and jump I, around I, and, then, I and then bust his ass. Yeah, and then fall <laughs> without fucking fail. I would, I would mic you up for that. <laughs> put a body, put some a body cam yeah, on him. I need a GoPro, dude, for when I bust my ass. Um, what did Kanye think when you DJed the Yeezus season two after party? Yeezy season two. Yeezy season two. So I am also, uh, alongside being a massive throwing fans, uh, throwing fits fan, I am a massive Kanye West fan. You and fan. me both, brother. I mean, this whole pod is. And you know. so like when I was getting ready for that gig and I was the only person in the room and Kanye walked in by himself and it was like me and Kanye in the room. What was, was the like, venue? Where was the set? It was at Never Never. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and Joe Jonas also played that night and so did Virgil. And I was like, I this is insane. Like I am about to do like right. my grail. Yeah. Sure, you guys talk. Uh, I have talked to him a couple of times before. I kind of followed Kanye around the world a couple of times. Um, <laughs> to like all the fashion weeks. Yeah, to, to so, try to assassinate him. Or? No, no, just because I was a fan. Uh, I went to. I flew to Australia when he uh, released uh, his that short film that he did. Um, oh, like the, the the shit that was filmed in Dubai and whatever that thing. Yeah, uh, the one that had Selita Ebanks in it. The, oh, oh, you're talking about my, my beautiful, my beautiful dark twisted yeah. fantasy one. So, okay, and, sorry. And, like one. he did like a screening for for the film. Wait, you flew. You flew from New Zealand. I flew from New Zealand okay. to Australia. It was a little. 40 minute flight. No, no, for sure. But um, but I was also there in Paris, the very first fashion show that Kanye oh, that ever bombed. went to. No, 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 no. I was there when he was dressed up with Virgil and all those guys that got oh, the like, Tommy Tonka. Oh, 2009. That they were guests of, I've not been, his first show. I've been there at a lot of those like first Kanye moments. Right. I was there when Kanye came out with Amber Rose for the first time. They're both wearing those full length fur jackets. Sure, sure, sure. I remember that. Yeah. I was there. Um, and so yeah, I, I DJed this party. So when he walks in the room, yeah, what's what the, happens? I mean, I actually was too scared to talk to him to be honest because I'm a pussy. But in 2011, I went to a Band of Outsiders show, and you know they used to give out cookies at the Band of Outsiders yep. show. And uh, at the end of the show, I was sitting opposite Kanye. I went up to him and I was like, "Yo, can I get a photograph?" And he was like, "Oh, let me finish my cookie. Let me finish my cookie." <laughs> so I come back five minutes later, he's finished his cookie, and I'm like, "Can I get the photo?" He was like, "Yeah." I put my arm around him and then I get starstruck to the point where I could not let go. And I was like, <laughs> I love you. I was like, I love you. You don't understand. Oh, you have like, one I'm of those your, moments. I'm your biggest fan from New Zealand. Like I'm, I've like flown <laughs> around the world to see you. Like I'm your biggest fan. He was like, yeah, cool, man. Cool, man. Cool, man. <laughs> the next day in the New York Post or one of those newspapers, there was an article that said a crazed <laughs> New Zealand fan. Like accosted- yeah, accosted Kanye West at the Band of Outsiders show. And, and that's not, not wrong. Sources not wrong. say this is Kanye like hitting up the gospel that board being like, my, listen, That is my claim to fame. Let's that get was this not guy to kill beat. himself immediately. That was all facts, though. That was yeah. not fake news. Is Virgil a good DJ, so, in your opinion, as a DJ? Yeah, I think that Virgil is a good DJ. What Virgil does is he controls the room. Like, Virgil does something that I would never do. Virgil will, will allow 30 seconds of dead air and everybody's like seething, getting right. so hyped up, and then he'll drop the new Travis Scott record. Right, right. People will lose. He their lets fucking it fucking mind. build yeah. and coalesce to the point there where it explodes. Is an enormous amount of confidence involved in doing something like that. Yeah. And he does it. He knows he has the kids wrapped around exactly. his finger. Exactly. And like, yeah, I so I really, really respect him for that. What's your what's what's the ideal gig in your opinion? Is it like a, a small house party? Is it like a fucking wedding of a, a festival? Is it 
Weddings are probably Your enemy's my favorite. Funeral. Weddings are probably my favorite thing to play, just because everybody is there to party. Everybody's there to have fun. Everybody gets wasted. the vibes are so beautiful, and you can just play like banger after banger yeah. after banger, and it's just all fun music that people want to go. Wild how to. often? Because I I feel like you recently played a wedding. I right? played a wedding on Friday. So how often do your friends hit you up and be and like ask you to basically DJ their wedding for free? I would imagine. Uh I mean, I'm like a. Peter Pan who hangs out with a lot of Peter Pans and so like, not a lot of my friends are getting married. Right, okay. <laughs> As like, like sexy Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Single. Yeah. We're, Ready we're to the, mingle. We're in the, we're in the I'll hook you up in 15 years. <laughs> yeah, 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 nice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, when I, I finally get, land a podcast guest. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I have a friend who gets, you know, whenever I know somebody gets married, they will often hit me up and I'm always very, very happy to do that gig. But like, the party that I did last night at Dingaling on Dingaling, which is like <laughs> I hated the name at the start, and now I can't stop saying it. You're the Kingaling of Dingaling. Yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> um, so yeah, like that was a party that we could have 75 people in the room, right. and it was like we just invited all of our friends, and everybody was there to have fun, and it didn't get overcrowded. That's really fun. But like I'm, you know, like my ego says that like you know DJing a party for Dior is sure it, like of rules. course I've played Dior, I played Valentino, I've played YSL. You know, I've played the Yeezy, you know, all that stuff like feels really good. But I like a, a bar that becomes a dance party. Got it. Ooh. Where people can still walk around. Sure. I don't like. So it's like the ideal cram tight. The ideal crowd where it's not you're not cramped in shoulder to exactly. shoulder. Exactly. You can still you can still talk pe yeah. to people if you want. You can still dance if you want. Yeah. How long have you been sober, Isaac? Uh, I got sober on July 21st, 2014. So if I do not drink. So you're coming up on July seven years. July 21st. Fingers yeah, crossed. Seven, yes. wow. Is it hard to maintain sobriety when your job is to literally party? No, I, I'll tell you why. It's actually, I'm a much better DJ as a sober person than sure. I was when I was sniffing white powders below the DJ booth and <laughs> right. caring much more about that than the next song. That right, right, right. But um, I am separated from people. Right. In the DJ booth. Right, right, and right. And also, like, it allows me to control my experience. And also, you're the, like, you're I, the puppet master. I get to control the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I get, yeah, I get to, like, dictate the terms. Is that, I'm that at. a better drug than doing actual drugs? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, because it feels like it's a good feeling to be DJing and, like, having people, like, sing along and dance. Yeah. But, like, it's not that good a feeling to have to keep on going back to the bag every four minutes. <laughs> right, right. Are people constantly trying to like buy you shots or buy you drinks? Yeah, like, a lot. But I'm like, I, you just, I, say I no. just say no. I just say thank you very much. For so nothing. you, I mean, you really are like the ultimate, ultimate uh, control thing, right? Yeah. The fact that you are a puppet mastering the whole fucking room. Yeah. Do you have an and, ultimate and goal? Like, I, I, I try to like, um, I like, I go to meetings every every day mm -hmm. and I try to, you know, like I, I try to check in with so people a lot and sure. stuff like that. So like, I keep my, I, I do everything I need to do to be like emotionally healthy. And the moment I let that stuff slip, things start to get out of control very quickly. In my right, mind. right, right. And that, not to say that I. It snowballs. Yeah. Quickly. And, and that happens, no I would say, like twice or three times a year where I'll start to like snowball and go kind of crazy. But right, you recognize right. it. I recognize it, but it will usually like. I'll, I'll hit some form of emotional bottom without before. maybe getting too personal or graphic or as much as you want. Like, how bad was it at its worst? Like, the rock. Would you have that rock bottom moment? Oh, no, it was it was like a rock bottom three years. Oh, I would say. Was, yeah, uh, your 20s. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I would say that it's like behaving in ways that like this, you know, we, we talk about um, when you get sober, we talk about hitting a rock bottom. But then you say that your rock bottom has trap doors. Right. Right. And so you're like, it goes I deeper. I would never do this. And then you do it. Right. And then I would never do that. And then you do it. The unacceptable becomes acceptable. Wow. Okay. And I was starting to behave in ways where I could no longer look myself in the mirror. Wow. And I couldn't like, 
I could, you know, the person who I thought that I was and the person who I actually was were such, were like black and white. Right. Were like night and day. There was like, there was no aligning them. And I wanted so badly to not be that person. And I couldn't stop the behavior because like, it's never just about, Drugs and alcohol. Sure, there's so much drugs more, and yeah. alcohol are the That's symptom. That's the surface, right, yeah. or whatever. The, it's the symptom. The right. problem is you have this like bottomless pit of whatever it is that you're trying to fill with all this external Clothes. stuff to make yourself. Yes, yeah. 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 John's right. Exactly. If you're exactly. if you're lu- if you're lucky, did, did being a nightlife like enable that to or oh, if, if sure. that was there no matter what, but did being a nightlife kind of exacerbate the issue? A hundred percent. Yeah, and because it's like everything's acceptable. You know, I I DJ'd a lot of these clubs where if you're a regular, you can do anything and you're never going to get thrown out. Right. And um and yeah, like I was doing, you know, I was behaving in ways that were just like I don't really like. There's some things that I did that I don't want to really like sure. get into. Totally but like, fine. I um, respect that. Especially in relationships, I behaved in absolutely unacceptable ways, and especially in unacceptable ways that men should not behave towards women. Right, right, right. And I was, you know, like at. And uh, on in the light side, like I was intimidating to women physically, sure. which I think is a disgusting way for a right. man to Terrible behave. quality. And so like I would do things like that and then just like constantly needing validation. I was a hopeless social climber. You know, like mm. it was all about terror. Like, and all, I mean, that's like such a and, and when you and as someone who's out and in a scene and whether it's fashion or nightlife, whatever, you see people like that all the time. And it is like so transparent and yeah. disgusting and terrible. And so, yeah, I, mean, I you feel guys you might remember like what I was like back in those. Like, if I don't know, man, you were Instagram. fun. I always thought you were fun. I was bro. Fun, you know, I know it was it was fun. It wasn't right. All, you know, like it wasn't all problems. Like my stuff was like. I was fun when I was out and then I would go home and do dark shit right. when I was using drugs by myself and sure. my, you know, or in a cubicle by myself. And like, you know, yeah. So like, um, it was bad. It was bad. But, um, yeah, like, ev- like, and the other thing was that I was obsessed with this public persona. I was obsessed with everything looking perfect on the outside. Right. And also like, that's impossible to keep up when you're doing dark shit behind the scenes. Absolutely. Well, seven years later, sounds like nothing you're on the but, right side yeah. of history now, baby. Exactly. Things, things that's what matters. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like it I mean, gets better, kids. The yeah. personal, the professional, the internal, the external is all on the rise. Do you have as a as a DJ, just professionally speaking, do you have like an ultimate goal? I would like to release music. Ooh. I've had a couple of songs that I've done that I've been too much of a pussy to put out. What's really? the genre? Uh, that oons oons? I would say like... Um, there's there's a couple of songs that are like Phoenix E. Oh, really? Okay. Are you singing? I'm singing, yeah. Because when you when you were singing earlier, I'm like, all right, King. <laughs> let's I'll, go, I'll you, dude. When, when I was it was more like when I was doing the the Ferg though, right? That was, yeah, that was but all really of that. Fun. You're gonna so you want to be a rapper? <laughs> yeah. Your Rick Ross run started just perfectly in the tone. first New Zealand rapper ever. Exactly. Oh no, we we actually Savage is a New Zealander. Swing. Oh shit! Zach, Zach, oh, because I, I didn't know who you were talking about, yeah. but now I know. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, anyway, so, we've had a so the second rapper also, ever from New Zealand. How bizarre is a New Zealand song? Uh, that's not rap, though. We're kind of rap. Uh, uh, fight, the fight of the Concords guys. Oh, yeah, rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. You're talking about how bizarre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's who? kind of rapping. Who's no? no He's not. like talk singing. That was like rap ska. Anyway, that's the most that's the most successful New Zealand song of all time. Right. 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 Um, but yeah, so I would like to release music and then I would also, I've never played a festival before. I would love to play a festival. Big crowd. But you can't do that until you release music. Like you really, really? have to have something of your own that you can put out there and then like tour with it. Do you think we're going to hear your music or see your music out there anytime soon? Yeah, I would say hopefully in 2021. If not okay. 2021, You're finally moving past this idea of being well, like a pussy with yeah, it. 
We're no, halfway through the that, year, so you got like, six yeah. months, buddy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. There's that great quote um, from the, the, the Australian guy, Nick Cave. Nick yes. Cave, yeah, Nick yeah. Cave. And somebody, he did a commencement speech or something, and somebody asked him how he had managed to be so successful over the years, and he said, I put out everything that I make, no matter if it's wow. good or if it's bad. I love that And mentality. he was like, 99% of it absolutely sucks and fails, but 1% Nick hits. Cave wrote your favorite movie of all time. That's true, The Proposition. Yeah. And directed Not it. only is he a singer-songwriter, an actor, screenwriter. Yeah. For every, and, an, and an artist. For every, uh, like a visual artist, for every fucking, he does put out a lot of music mm-hmm. and maybe it is 99% trash, but then you have the no pussy blues. Exactly. For <laughs> the 1%. Exactly. So Isaac, you are on the front lines here in New York City, you were there in Miami. What are your predictions from what you've seen so far and what you're fucking feeling in the room? The vibras <laughs> that you're absorbing. What are your predictions for the horny summer in modern recorded history? So, if la- not all time. Last night, I saw this one dude. Oh, fuck. <laughs> make out with four different beautiful women. Hell yeah. What, right was it? He was like a very, very good looking, light skin, kind of like male model looking sure. dude. Oh, okay. So and he's, he was he's a fucking, so he's just living his life. You know what? Like, do you know what I have discovered and which I wish that I had known in the twenties, in, in the twenties and my twenties, <laughs> I wish that I hadn't been such a pussy when it came to approaching women. Right. And I wish that I could have just been like, made my intentions clear very quickly. I always honestly and transparency. Yeah. I had an obsession with being like, oh, I'm a nice guy. I'm not like, I'm a nice guy. I wasn't That's a just what nice a guy. bad guy would say. I was say. just a pussy. Bro, you know? your brand is literally called I Like You. Why not just say that to the girl? Exactly. I do. Yeah. I just I give out the stickers. But um, You got you got to sp- get some special stickers. I like like you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. So anyway. <laughs> Great advice. I'll, I'll do that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pocket that. Um, that. And that's just, that's a free one from Friendly Jimmy. But, yeah, but, thank th- you. but this guy this was guy, just no, being forthright. He was handsomeness or not. He was handsome, but he was also just extraordinarily confident. Hmm. And he was just forward. And... He like not in a creepy no, way. No, not he was creepy. Making, what's the point of? Well, okay. hot guys like he, that. It's he, tough he was to be charming. creepy. You know, he <laughs> excuse was, me, but uh, or you know, part it. I don't know if this is gonna come off crass, but like, what's the point of making out with like four different women? Sure, it's like fun in those like you don't, I don't like know, making 20, out. Who doesn't? Yeah, like twenty thirty seconds, but like, it, w- did he burn the bridge with? What he, he made out with three, woman number he, one? He did not leave the club alone. Okay. He didn't leave the bus. He was so working he just, his way through. Yeah, I guess so. And and I was like, damn, that's impressive. And then I saw girls making out with each other. I think that that's something that we're going to see a lot more of. A lot, lot of making out. A lot of female displays of affection. <laughs> okay, nice, nice, nice. You mentioned um, Olivia Rodrigo and, you know, whether it's good for you or, or driver's, still driver's license. license yeah. But does this year, and it's been contentious the past few years, especially last summer, right? Well, I guess it was WAP. WAP but what, what what is this year's summer anthem? I would like for me... It's uh, as driver's license still. Damn. But I think there's something about good for you that like the hate screaming, you know, the hate scream singing of that, because everybody talks about this being the whole. I mean, I don't know if everybody does, but I definitely hear it on throwing fists. This is the whole summer. We're playing our flag and well, I don't want to say we're playing, but yeah, (laughs) but we're drawing a line in the No, we can't sit down. We're doing something here. Something we need to remember is that like. Everybody has emotions, and I think we do <laughs> our fucking sociopaths. damnedest to uh, to suppress our emotions at all times, right? But it's not a realistic realistic thing to be able to do. So if people are sleeping with lots of people, they're eventually going to get hurt feelings, right? At some point, male or female, like or hurt or hurt. That's the human condition, exactly. For sure. And so 
the the lyrics of a song like "Good for You" or "Driver's License" are gonna hit so they much resonate. harder. They resonate, for sure. especially in the horniest summer. Okay, interesting. See, so, I was I was gonna go with Megan Thee Stallion thought shit, but uh, no, the other because the other side to horniness is who gets burned and spurned exactly. in that process of sucking and fucking. I, whether that's, emotionally, that's fifty percent of the population. Whether whether emotionally or. Genitalia speaking. Exactly. Get tested, kids. Exactly. Oh, my God. Especially now more than ever. Literally bring your results to the club, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yo. For real. Don't laminate your vaccine card, but uh, maybe on the other side of like the plastic baggie that you didn't have your your latest STD results. Instead of uh, James like paying you or just asking for a request, you could be like, just want to say quick announcement. Sexy Jimmy. Clear. (laughs) Totally clean. Good to go. We hope. I'm hearing back from City MD any minute now. I actually do hand out. I like you condoms when I'm DJing. Yes. I've not used them, but yeah, I have what's them. the? How do they stack up to the more mainstream major brands of prophylactics? Oh, I've never used a condom before, so I couldn't <laughs> okay, tell you. <laughs> Same. I don't know. I couldn't tell you, right? <laughs> um, you do date a lot of beautiful people in your past and present. Um, what's the secret to dating models? <sighs> you fucker! I knew you were gonna the ask the million dollar like fucking question. Uh, I think the people are people, and when you put them up on even a models, pe- yeah, especially models, <laughs> and when you put them up on a pedestal. The that's never gonna work. Right? So treat them like shit. Neg them. Treat <laughs> them like regular human beings because they are regular human beings. And I'll tell you how I know. Okay, <laughs> treat them like strange-looking short queens. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> treat the them like mystery, and, dude. For the record, at the beginning of the episode, I said strange-looking tall women. That's right. I said oh. that you can get into the club as a strange-looking tall woman, got more it. likely than being a beautiful short woman. Right. Got it. Right. Got it. Got it. Lawrence hears what he wants to hear. The duality right, so. of the duality of queens. The duality, <laughs> duality of nightlife. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So <laughs> you have to treat people like normal people, and if you are able to do that, then you'll be successful no matter who you are approaching. Uh, but if you treat them like they are, you know, special alien creatures just because of what they look like then it's the same thing as going up to a celebrity and thirsting after like I did with Kanye. Like, yeah, yeah, right. You know? What not to do. So don't put your armor on a right. model and go, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Unless you find yourself as a uh, portrayed as a crazed lunatic in exactly. page six. Exactly. And like there's, there's, there's nothing to be gained by like, Treating somebody differently just because of what they look like. Sure, that's uh, that's that's great advice. Like you guys are famous. When people come, up, <laughs> I mean, no, no, say say it louder for the people in the back. I know that you guys have people coming up to you and talking sure. to you, and you know when somebody comes up to you and approaches you and is cool, you're going to have a good conversation yeah. with right. them. And if they come up to you and you know that they know exactly who you are and they're nervous, you're going to feel well, nervous. Well, we also know well. what it's yeah. like. We know Awkward what it's like when to sure. be on the other side of that, when to be treated uh, differently based on how you look when the male models were like, sorry, yeah. sorry, mates. Like, we got to keep the ratio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The tribe has spoken. You can't. You're not allowed in. On the flip side of this, Isaac, as as a DJ, what, in your estimation, are the pros and cons of, of uh, dating a professional disc jockey? <laughs> Uh, I would say the, the oldest profession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay, so the I like you. No, I like you. Uh, the pros, I think, are uh the days off. Uh, the fact that if you're a successful DJ, you probably make uh you know a good yeah a, a good lot of salary. scratch. Yeah. Yep. Um, what if you're like fucking like. Diplo or Afro oh Jack? God, or yeah, like- Diplo. I mean, oh, yeah, for sure. That's, they're a big pros. <laughs> so if you have a residency at Hakkasan, then that's a pro. <laughs> then, then you're good to go. Uh, and then also, like, if you're a person who likes to go out and has friends oh, who like sure. to go out, then you get the benefits of the door. Sure. 
Um, You're on the list automatically. And and, and like VIP and you never have to pay for drinks and stuff like that. So those are the benefits. I would say the downside of dating a DJ is that you're dating somebody who works nights, who is going to be surrounded by young women. Sure. On a daily their basis, and that is not temptation always, is every at, around every just corner. Temptation, but like I think you like you have to be a secure person to be able to deal with that. But also, like I could see why a woman who is looking to settle down and you know like move to the next phase of their life would look at somebody like me and be like, that is not a very attractive proposition. How often do you have nights where you're like about to leave to go do a gig and you're like, I'm getting too old for this shit. Like uh, when I play nightlife, I, I often feel like I'm too old for this shit. Like in the moment when I'm doing it, it's usually fine. It's the mornings after when mm. I wake up because like, um, you know, I, I try to live in a routine, you know, like yeah, I yeah. wake up, right. I try to work out, make a TikTok. I, yeah, yeah. I, I create I, content. I, I do something for my mental make a TikTok, health. bitch. I make a TikTok every morning, right. you know? And so like, I'm going to do that regardless if I worked until four o'clock in the morning sure. or not. And it fucking sucks when I work until four o'clock in the morning and I have to wake up and do those things. And you also really like, as you get older, you start to see it on your face. Right, right, what, right, right. You wear it for sure. Hence the masks mm. or the under eye mask was in a weird way, having a year off of nightlife for all intents and purposes. I know you went to Miami. We're about to get into that, but like was hitting pause on nightlife in a way, a blessing for you. Yeah. And for the whole, like, do do other people before before the pandemic, I wasn't really doing very much nightlife. Like I had reached a point in my career where I was, I was making so much money from events that like I would do a nightclub once every two or three or four weeks. Do these things feed into each other where like you get the corporate gigs because someone saw you at the club? I think that like working surf lodge, I do as a strategic move. I don't get paid an enormous amount of money to do that. But yo, the fucking, but like new nation, the girl goes right. right, And then they book me for the fashion or the new fucking M emperor of uh you know the, <laughs> yeah, the new montenegro is like yo this guy fucking rules the the, right. the warden of crypto land yeah and you know like for my own ego like to play one oak is a really big deal for me like richie akiva was a massive person for me when i was coming mm-hmm. up you know it's funnily enough i will i was something that i wanted to mention when you said about like dating models for me i'm not intimidated talking to women it's more guys that i've been like impressed by that huh. i get scared around so like I've the always, kanye's of the world <laughs> I've, i i get nervous around richie akiva right i get nervous around josh peskowitz and eugene tong the homies because i they really? were such heroes so cool. to me when i was nice like, yeah when i was coming just great up. guys i mean i was real nervous when i first met you as well, well you like know. i mean i i didn't know who you were <laughs> yeah no. you I was, I was like who's this fucking guy i was i was not blogging <laughs> yeah. but you know but like if a I, titan of tumblr if i hadn't met you and i only listened to the podcast i'd be nervous around you sure. as well because like you don't, you're not I, nervous for my for my TikToks? Yeah, 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 for sure. Your TikToks. But like people I have like professional, right. you know, what's the word, esteem or whatever. Like, you know, people are, who I hold in high regard, I get nervous around those people for sure. So like to this day, I'm 37 years old. I've known Josh and Eugene for over 10 yeah, years yeah. of my life. I get, I clam up and I don't know what to say <laughs> when I see those guys. Yeah. Um, you went to Miami on Memorial Day weekend and you never left. Is that right? Uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> that, Thanksgiving. What? Are you fucking serious? Thanksgiving and I came and I came back uh in May. So how long? That's uh six, six seven, months. Seven months. I think I was there. What was the biggest culture shock moving down there? Well, the <laughs> the fact that COVID didn't exist. Right. It's right. not real. <laughs> uh, yeah. So COVID didn't exist, and then um you have. I mean, COVID's not real to begin with, yeah, but it COVID. was definitely fake down there. For sure. And so that was like. Did you even? Did you even? How, how many days of the week would you wear a mask? Would you say? Oh, I would never wear a mask on the street. <laughs> never. And then um I I wore a mask when I was DJing for the first 
I would say like four or five <laughs> weeks. And then after that, I was like, why am I doing this? You don't right. have to do this. There's no yeah. need. Um, so that was a big culture shock. I think just like the excessive consumption and like the the extravagant displays of wealth in that Miami is oh, a right. huge culture shock. Like yeah. it's all about it's the like, Vegas of the East Coast. Yeah, there's no, there's no. The style. culture is flexing. We've talked about this. Yeah, like that's the culture. There's no style. There's like <laughs> a designer sneakers and designer t-shirt. Right. And they also everybody seems rich, but like no one's, know, but nobody's rich. Nobody's rich, and also the <laughs> people who Rick are Ross. rich, they always seem to have gotten their money in extremely nefarious ways. I was it that. kind of like a? Uh, was it just like influencers and TikTokers running around? Like, could you tell that it was just a fucking playground for like internet children? It was a little bit, but do you know what? It's more like a playground for anybody who wants to feel like COVID doesn't right. exist. Right, right. Um, yeah, so that that that's the biggest culture shock. And then like as a person who's lived in New York and I've lived in this apartment for like nine years, I've lived like in this neighborhood. I'm very much a part of this neighborhood. I hang out in Tompkins Square every day. I right. go to the same cafe every day for years. And so I know people when I'm walking down the street, I have stop and chats with people, you know. Like the beauty I, of living in New York, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. I went six months without running into a person <laughs> I know. Yeah. And that is a horrible feeling. That's true. That's true. Right. I mean, that's that is oh. the beauty. That's singularly unique inside. to so New York. So I felt really isolated. Country. And I got really lonely down there. And so like I arrived back in New York and then one day I ran into like six people I knew and I was like, thank God. We're I'm back. back. Was that move or transition purely financially motivated? I got motivated? really, really scared at the end of last year. Like I, um, You're like, I, I need to cash. Infusion. I was doing my taxes and um <laughs> I like also to be like a white person who makes money off Instagram and right. stuff like that. Last year was not a good year for <laughs> <you> <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. 2020 was so hard for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We, uh, our sympathies. Yeah, I felt fragile last year. <laughs> um, no, and, and my friends, you know, my friends who are POC influencers, absolute crushed it yeah. last year. And more, powerful we call that shit reparations. Hell yes. So, um, so yeah. And last you know what? Year, my, my job's really dried up. I wasn't DJing and nobody was booking for me. No one gave a fuck idea. about a poor little Kiwi. Exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. A cis straight white male yeah. next. You're know. like, let me go where uh, both COVID and racism does not exist. Exactly. <laughs> wow. So I was on unemployment and then, you know, when they cut off the good unemployment at a certain point last year, I started getting $140 a week from the, from the New York state government. Right. And a welfare I like, king. <laughs> I, I can't do this. Like I literally can't do this. And, right. um, and I, I'd spent like 80% of my like reserves. Your savings. You know, my savings. Not quite like my savings. Right, things, right. But like my reserves. Right. Um, <laughs> Rainy day fund. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I was getting and she scared. she was pouring out. And so we went down to Miami and within, uh, with my girlfriend, with Miranda, and within a week of being there, she'd been offered a job and somebody oh, had asked me to DJ and for like $400. And I was like, oh, okay, so I could do a couple of gigs every week and it's going to, and I'm going to start. Because you obviously kept this place. So you're paying rent here. Where were you staying in Miami? Like, um, So we rented an apartment in Miami, but to get a beautiful 900 square foot apartment in South Beach with an elevator, walk in wardrobe, sure. full kitchen, $1,600. Not bad. Beautiful. Which is surprising almost because of the influx of people that were there seemingly semi-permanent as well. Yeah, so. it was, yeah, it was amazing. It's, and it's I was about to give fucking... up this apartment and I came back to New York to give up the apartment. And the no. day that I was about to give notice, I had this random person text me and be like, hey, somebody told me that you are looking to sublet your apartment. Wow. And took it for six months. Damn, beautiful. Paid full rent, utilities, even paid for my- You would have, that would have been the biggest regret, I'm sure. Yeah. Like I looking so back, that would have been- when I, when I came back and I had my yeah. apartment, it was- uh, Everything's coming up, Isaac. Yeah. 
Um, I can't stop looking at the shirt. The shirt is fire. Thank you. And you have been doing this merch game long, much, much longer than we have. Um, first of all, like what, what, how many days of the week are you wearing? I like you merch. Oh, uh, I'd say three. Okay. What's your best seller? I, the socks are usually the best yeah. seller. Um, and classic, I like you t-shirts with, you know, like red on white sure. classic. I like you t-shirt. The, the logo t-shirt always sells well, but um, I'm going to give you guys some, you know, I'll give you guys some, oh, some you. swag, but we, I have this new t-shirt that uh, I just dropped a couple of weeks ago, which has an air airbrushed uh, print on it. That says, if you think I'm cute, you should see my daddy. <laughs> And That's I killing? love it when straight <laughs> men wear that t-shirt. Okay. That's my favorite. We got that, some, to give some to our groms. Yes. <laughs> yeah. To our sons. Yeah, some, some <laughs> yeah. gifts to our to our children. That's a, is that a, that's doing well? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's doing well. So yeah, that's been fun. Do you have a dream collab? Like what's a brand that you would fucking kill uh, to collaborate with? I mean, I would actually really love to uh, to do an I Like You Shang Pri. Oh, yeah. Shang Pri, if you're listening, yeah, cut that. They have, you said there's a red check. one too, right? Yeah, there's yeah. like a, so it's, I mean, come on. So yeah. right there. It's right there. That's yeah. a layup. So that, that's probably the dream collab. But like if Nike hit me up and said, let's do a sneaker, I would be very, very happy with that as well. But uh, my favorite brand that I have worn the most over the last few years has probably been Braindead. Yeah. Mm. Shout so out Kyle. It, yeah. Um, but I've, I, like, I don't have any relationship with those guys. Like I buy it. I buy it constantly. Right. I buy it all the time. How much free shit do you get? I get a lot of free shit, but like really, really, really good shit that I own. I usually buy. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that is the kind of the curse of flow team. If you're like a B level person, kind of like us, we know you not, guys get good. I flow. mean, I mean, like, did I get free our leg? That our, is our, when we get free Legache, of course, that's like you, know. you guys get like Stussy. You get our legacy. You yeah. get, you get ha- ha- hashtag blessed. Uh, we, I used to, Kyle gave me a code where I could put it in the website and I could like get free. I could oh, pick free brain dead. Yeah. Free brain. I could pick for myself. Um, and then, but I had to pay for shipping and then Ooh. I complained about and that. Lauren said no. <laughs> so I, then I complained about that cause I'm an asshole. And then that was supposed to be fixed. And then the code expired. So now we're <laughs> right. back to ground zero, but yeah, but, but the curse of flow team that I think a lot of people, again, if you're mid to this is the higher most mid-tier. unrelatable uh, rant but what people need to know is that podcast. most of the shit that you get is bad. Yeah. It's not stuff that you want. I mean, so I, just- I have a cleaner who I have used for seven years living in this apartment. And they and get most a lot of the flow. Every Saturday she, she comes. She's dripped out. Head every to Saturday in I like- give her a massive package I, of stuff. I'm not yeah. going to name the brand, but yeah. they sent over a enormous box <laughs> of flow. Well, now it's going to be I, pretty I obvious. Well, maybe not. You know what it was? It was Kenneth Cole. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no. Hell, if Kenneth Cole was like, you want free stuff, we'd be like, no. Yeah. You, need to, you need to learn how to, boxes. You gotta learn how to say no, unread. too, if yeah. you don't yeah. want the stuff. Yeah. But uh, so there's a, there's a free store, like a block, like two blocks from me. Warren's seen it. And I'll, I'll like every weekend just bring like a few garbage bags of stuff over there yeah. and leave it. And one time I just had this huge box and this um, delivery guy on a bike was there just kind of perusing. And I was like, yo, I was like putting it up. And he's like, what is that? I was like, oh, it's like T-shirts, hoodies socks crewnecks all the shit and then i was like what's do you want do you want to look and he's like yeah do you have any like size large and I was like here you go and then he's like do you have any small for my mom and i was like yeah here you go mm-hmm. and then he basically just took so this one delivery guy in greenpoint is just fucking dripped out in this one brand head to toe yeah which is not like a bad brand but it's, it was just too much yeah and the the benefit of that too is that he that that box had shit for everyone in the pod. So like chef schmedium that's your yep. mom Boom. large chuck whatever right to body Love easy that. money um, I think that a lot of people have maybe gotten to know you in the past year or so via 
Isaac Likes on TikTok. Isaac Likes underscore on TikTok. That's right. Who has Isaac Likes? Some guy has it on Instagram and I've tried to buy it off him and he, he doesn't even post. Is he, he was he squatting like to or it's nah, just he's, he's like some great dude minds in, think alike he's, situation. He's some dude, I think his name is Isaac Juan and he lives in Mexico. OK, what's been your most viral TikTok? Uh, my two most viral TikToks that I've ever done. One was uh, this is what your New York City nightclub says about you. And the other one was, um, you know, that that trend that was like. Woke up this morning thinking about so many things. Yeah. I wish things, you know, I, so I did one of those. <laughs> and um, my one was remember that time that celebrities ended racism. And it was um, Aaron Paul and oh. um, Sarah Paulson. Right, uh, right, right. I yeah. take responsibility or whatever <laughs> yeah, it was. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Shout out to all the celebrities, man. We appreciate you. So you do you do once a day and like you're, you're prolific. Do you ever get Zoomers though, like taking shots at you? Because like I that's have, the whole fucking, you know, Gen Z with your, millennial. With your beautiful gray mop. I have people, yeah, like, uh, do you know what I get? People say to me, um, wow, you look like an older version of Dave Portnoy. <laughs> what? Older than Dave Portnoy? No. That man's 50. 40 plus. You know, about like, oh, you look like Dave Portnoy if he was older. <laughs> that's, that's rough. Yeah, that's harsh. First that of all, I don't, I don't even see that, first of all. Yeah, anyway, so that, that's one of the things I get. Do you know what, like, yeah, I get, um, I get, you ever I, see him when you're DJing at the club in Miami? No, I've never seen him. Really? Nah, Fuck, yeah. what a bummer. So I get, I get Gen Z people, um, being places. like, aren't you too old to be a DJ? Aren't you too old to be commenting on things like that? Like you shouldn't have an opinion on this because you're too old, <laughs> you know? It's and age, ain't nothing but a number. It's ageism. And that yeah. shit doesn't bother me. The thing that really actually bothers me, there are two things that bother me. You know, if anyone's listening, this is what you're going to get in the comments. So okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Besides okay. you look like an older Dave Portnoy. Yeah. yeah I wish, if, if you, <laughs> I'm going to comment that on the fucking pick. <laughs> if you're throw gang and you, and you, and you comment that I'll, I'll respect you for life. <laughs> um, the things that actually do bother me that, that, that like one just pisses me off and the other one actually like hurts my feelings is I have a big chip on my shoulder against rich kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not a rich kid. I don't come from money at all. My parents never made money. My parents never supported the only, me. There's only one rich person in New Zealand. It's uh, Kim.com. Yeah. Kim.com, yeah. Right. <laughs> That's Hell right. yeah. And, Shout out um, Kim.com. He's dead. No. Is what? he? Oh, no, maybe not. No, no, I don't think so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's, a, he's immortal. <laughs> if nobody knows, he was the founder of that. Uh, Megaupload.com. Yeah. yeah, yeah, upload. Yeah, that's right. So, um, OG pirate. So when I moved to New York, also, we haven't talked about like why I came here or how I, you know, that I was a journalist for like a decade before I ever. Boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all news. You're a DJ and a TikToker now. You know, yeah. I, I only wrote for. You're an older Dave Portnoy. Small rags like the New York Times and <laughs> make GQ a TikTok bitch. Yeah. Whatever. But anyway, so I, um, I really resented rich trust fund kids who could be interns in the city and their parents would pay their rent. Sure. And they would take away the jobs from like hardworking individuals. Absolutely. Like, this I is a problem myself. everywhere. Right, but specifically so, um, in New York. so I hate it when people say like, "Call me a trustafarian." Ah. But I also do they think that because you're like even based on I would because you're like out here clubbing I, and like, like I also think that like I've created a lifestyle for myself that looks like I'm a wealthy person. And but so, it's also so you've also, been okay. so you've succeeded are, then, right? Yeah. What these degrees? kids don't realize is that if you don't have kids, yeah. right? Yeah. If you don't, if you're not uh, married. If, if you are making like decent money and you can, you can spend the money on yourself. And I also think that most like 18 year olds or like whatever the biggest demographic is on TikTok, 
don't have a concept of what a 37 year old looks like and they definitely <laughs> wouldn't think that i am a 37 year old because they think of 37 year olds as like what lawrence looks right, like right. literally their parents yes yeah right so like they think that's like an adult and then they look at me and i'm like in nightclubs right. and shit like sure. that or doing like talking about the things that i'm talking about so maybe they don't think of these 18 year olds the when they they have a lot to learn when they become peter pans themselves exactly exactly yeah. okay so the other thing that really bothers me is when i get called a gentrifier which I understand I probably am a gentrifier. Sure. But like I've lived in this neighborhood for a long Welcome time. To the club. And like that uh, that bothers me. I don't know. How, like how do they where do they get that from? Just that you live in the East Village? Like, yeah, like you're you're a white piece of shit who moved to New York and you're the reason <laughs> you're you're the reason the New York sucks. <laughs> title. You're a white piece of shit yeah. who moved to New York. <laughs> uh, you're the reason the New York sucks. You're the reason that we get priced out of our neighborhood. Jeez. Because of people like you that like Where are these comments happening? On TikTok? Yeah, on TikTok. Jesus Christ. And I'm like but you know like and I, I mean, never argue with people in the comments but no. what I wish people knew is that like I am very much a member of my fucking community here in this neighborhood yeah and but I think, whatever like right. I, I can't really complain that much right. I mean the, the the worst gentrifiers are those that don't even like contribute anything sure. creatively to the city uh, or to like the tapestry of like whatever the fuck which is like you know the finance dudes that move here and just like the war the real the guy, war profit the guys that are out at, the guys that are out at surf lodge right now right exactly yeah. fuck those literally guys. everyone you're fuck playing anybody who works in finance fuck you yeah. if you literally the entire crowd at surf lodge that's the problem do you like <laughs> some of your tiktoks are like yo if you eat a lucian then you are this fucking whatever the yeah. fuck if you do go to this club then you're whatever the fuck like who have you have you has there been anyone that you've actually like pissed off like legitimately pissed off not as like because you read them so not because they think you're a trustafarian but they're like fuck you isaac like yeah but do you know what like i think the one thing that i have learned to do on tiktok is punch up okay mm, i punch interesting at, i punch at the wealthy i punch at the beautiful i punch <laughs> at the extremely cool you know and so like like I us think, for example exactly beautiful like guys, rich cool that's it and um <laughs> and i think that they appreciate somebody seeing them for for who they are and, oh really and making light of that situation mm. right and so like I run into problems when I am maybe not feeling so mentally well and I'm feeling a lot of pressure to make a joke. I actually texted James one time and I was like, hey. I was like, I, walk it back, walk it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, was, what was, was the joke? You got to say, we got to say what it was. was I don't think I should say what it was. It was, <laughs> it, was like, bad, it was no. bad. It wasn't bad. I was just like, yo, this could play out in a number of different ways. And some of those. Tell me off mic. Tell me yeah, off mic. I'll, I'll tell you off mic. So like there have been times when I have felt. I was so taking a shit when you texted me that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was as well. I, ha I had time. Oh, as well. Beautiful, dude. No, yeah, two, so, two shits passing in the night. That's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I'll feel pressure to make a joke and then I will start, I'll like I'll do something or I'll be feeling like I need validation and attention. Mm. And whenever I'm doing that, I will tend to be snarkier. Mm. And when Damn. I when I get snarky, I get myself into trouble. The, the snark does well, show you're like, for, because you're forcing. It. I feel the way if I feel like I'm forcing a Fitbit, it never does as well because it's like it's not natural yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Right. And so I take it, like your last one. And one thing no, that no, I've always banged, thought, baby. One thing I've always thought about you guys is that you tow the line without going over the line. And the thing that James said to me was like, really? the joke doesn't. The, he was like, I get the joke, and I just think like maybe you're not the person who needs to make the joke. Ooh, that's, but I, I would like, say that we're habitual line steppers. I, I do feel like that. I think I would say like, yo, the payoff is not worth the potential. There it is. Exactly what he said. There he and is. I, and I was really glad. And I think this is sobriety has taught me that sometimes you need to check with other people before you go out and right. throw, put yourself out there. And the key so, to life. Before you let it fucking fly. Yeah. The key to life with social media only, only post pee pee poo poo jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> pee pee poo poo. The pee pee that makes us go tee hee. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> How could we 
And when I say we, I mean I. How could throwing fits step up its TikTok game? I think that you need to show more expression in your face. Oh, I would say show more skin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, my, oh, like, like his, oh, like his like acting. Yeah, you're always so serious. I'm you're not to, a I'm serious guy. Hot. Well, he's, not a, hot, he's also not a good actor. No, it's no, not. But it's not about acting. Like, well, also, you never expressive. talk on TikTok. I don't. I don't. And you've got such. Both of you have got such. It's what we literally do for a living, James. The one and incredibly distinctive voices, and that works for you guys. So you. Your mother fucking voice. The one TikTok where I spoke was when um it was my face on the Rick the Rick Owens model with his dick sticking out yeah. and and I it was like that. you need to leave. That was and one time it didn't do voice. as well, and then you it were did crazy. It, oh. it, it's our biggest reel on Instagram. Hell yeah, um because there's like oh, a that, penis. that happens sometimes. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. like, we do show Instagram and do, do show uh, and do really well on TikTok and things like and vice, versa. vice versa. But yeah, like you need to talk. On, okay. on TikTok, you need to be on TikTok. You guys, okay. he doesn't know how to do it. The like, best thing, I, I literally don't. The best thing about TikTok is that you get immediate feedback on whatever you're doing. So, for instance, you know, I have a lot of plants in my apartment. I did a TikTok where I talked about plants, and people were like, "Wait." How did you say that word? <laughs> and so guess what I did? The next 15 videos I did, I said plants, plant, 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 plant. plant, plant. Uh, yeah. And um yeah, and so like I I whatever whenever I'm giving given feedback, I always lean into that. Like people started commenting on the under eye mask. And now they're more, boom, I wear them in every single let's video. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in case you're wondering, the reason I say nobody asks at the beginning of every mm-hmm. TikTok yeah. is because nothing fucking annoys me more than when wannabe influencers say, a lot of you have been asking. Right. Me. Which, oh. is a, which is caperoni, dude. <laughs> Come on. It's either that or, hey guys. It's drinking cap and chinos. Yeah, right. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> You're like an older Dave Portnoy. <laughs> I know, I know. So yeah, like no, literally nobody asked, but I'm going to give you this. Right, 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 right. Sure. Hey guys, this is Dave Portnoy. A lot of you have been asking me how old I am. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's get to the fucking potentially million dollar question, yeah. Isaac, which we previewed earlier. Yeah, yeah. Little tease for the boys and girls. What does Isaac Hinden Miller, the champagne of DJs, charge <laughs> to DJ a party, okay. event, whatever the fuck? So my typical rate for a nightclub is like $100 an hour. And how, many, how many hours are we talking? Yeah, about? six. Well, I mean, you try to stack as many hours right. as you can. When do you normally go on? Are you like a 10 p.m. guy? Or are you a midnight a guy? Or guy? does that depend like, on the... I I like 12 to 2. 12 to 2. 12 to 2 is like when the party is like That's banning. your ideal? like. And 2 to 4 is for like the cocaine. Sure, that's like yeah. the zombie, sure, sure, sure. like the, yeah. the K-hole kids. Yeah, and yeah. Then, it, so, it gets boring. So 200, <laughs> but 200 bucks? Oh, yeah, but, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, a lot of the time when you're doing a nightclub, like, I don't even invoice that shit because right. it's not, like, and... That's, sorry, it's that's like, marketing. That's, it's like, marketing. the richest thing I'll ever say in my entire right, life. Right, like, right, right. It, it is a marketing. It's yeah. a marketing thing. It's not... Do you trying get, to put yourself out there. Yeah. Because you don't... Uh, well, maybe you get drink tickets for friends and shit, but if you, like, deny drink tickets, do they, like, make it up for you in cash? Oh, yeah, like, last night, for instance, we um we didn't even take money. We just put money on the bar to... Right, um, right, which is great. To, to like, let our friends drink for free. Because it's like at the end of the day, yeah, we were gonna get like 150 bucks each for or something. Like, yeah. would we rather get 150 bucks, or would we rather, you know, like have give, a great yeah. time? And you know, like for everyone, we else. have both. Amrit and I have both reached levels in our career where, like, we don't necessarily need 150 bucks. Sure, right now, right. of course, you know? right? We're, I mean, yeah, which is which is a great um, place. This is why I'm not gonna reply on email to.
Exactly. Damn, bummer, because exactly. you just gave him a free plug, you fucking yeah. moron. Bleep. Let's get a bleep and in there here, is nothing dude. quite Jeff, like bleep at 127 Exactly. To quote, to quote Doctor Evil, um, I mean, I would if I had, if my balls were shaved right now, this AC would feel so nice, uh, blowing up the 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 leg hole right here. Yeah, I can imagine. I can um, imagine. okay, so yeah, hundred so like, bucks but, but a like, nightclub, but for events and stuff like that, I'd prefer not to say the actual amount. But What's like, the range? But you get like in the thousands for sure per hour. Yeah. Holy shit! What's the biggest payday you've ever had in your uh, life? Okay, so in 2015, when I was just starting out as an event DJ. Uh, Calvin Klein called me up, the company, not the man. Yeah. And said, Hey, we'd like you to DJ these two parties. Um, one was at Macy's and one was at Lord and Taylor when, okay. uh, RIP. Um, and they were like, uh, do you think you can do it for, uh, we've only got like $8,000 a gig. <laughs> You're like, let me check. Let me, let me check with my agent for two hours DJing. <laughs> And so in, in four hours, I made $16,000 and I was like, hell yes. Yeah, and, and you've got to remember that in 2015, I had been writing for all of these publications right. where it would take you like days to write yep. a story. You'd have to interview 20 sources and you get paid a hundred bucks. 90, yeah, di- 90, 90 days 90. later. Exactly. And so like, I was like, holy shit, I have arrived. This is how much money I make now. And it took me a long time to start making that money again. Uh, but McDonald's paid like upwards of, of those rates as as well but so like when you're doing well and you know like weddings and stuff like that you can make 10k for a wedding right, 15k right, right. for a wedding you know like god damn when it's not your friend <laughs> yeah when it's not your friend um and then sometimes you will you know get booked by a company and it'll be a company that is so fucking cool that you're like i'll take a lower amount of money but just like, to have my name on the flyer and yeah. like this it right. looks very good for me to be doing this job how much that would be like the dior's and valentino's yeah, of the world a lot of those clients actually pay really well at the same because you have a relationship already established you're talking about like throwing fits yeah, yeah, yeah. i would dj for you guys for free anytime you like hell yeah would, would anytime you, you like would you, hold would on you, we're not a constructive criticism yet where yes. we beg for shit okay, yeah. <laughs> um how much money do you make per annum uh i i after i got sober i started making six figures well, yeah, because you weren't <laughs> spending money on drugs. Yes. Your expenses went in down. My last, yeah. and I will say that in my last year drinking, I, I believe that I like when I did my taxes, I saw that I spent twenty two thousand dollars in bars. Jesus. Wow. Drinking. You actually kept track. Damn. Yeah. I, yeah. So like, <laughs> let's not do, you do great accounting work. Dude. Um, so like I. Yeah. So I, I finally like but I was over 30 before I started making six figures uh, as a writer. I think the highest amount of money that I ever made was like 50. Right. So once I stopped writing and I um, and yeah. I got into like the put down the pen and the, picked up the yeah. CDJs. Kids, okay, like, kids, think, don't think don't started. get into yeah, media. I, honestly, <laughs> like when people are like, oh, I want some advice for getting into media. It's like, don't do it. Like, yeah. Why are you kidding me? Um, Unless you're on the sales side or the so business yeah, side. Like, I guess. But yeah. OK. So anyway, I know what your next question is. How much money would you like to make? Yeah, I, I would like seven figures. I would like mm-hmm. to make two fifty a year. Yeah, that's I've never broken two hundred or anything. That'd be a like good cruising altitude for you. Yeah, but I would like to make two fifty. But I'm also aware of the fact that the amount of work that I would need to do at the rates that I'm making to make $250,000 would be an enormous Would it be worth it? You'd probably be miserable, know, right? I don't know that it would be worth it because I've got a couple of friends who are very successful influencers, for instance. Uh, I've got a German friend, Xenia, uh, Xenia Adams on Instagram. She's got like 1.7 million followers, right? And they make enormous amounts of money, like seven figures, right? And the amount of work that they have to do to make that money is not what I would want to do with my yeah. life. This right. Influ- this influencer shit ain't for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's they- well, it's a, it's because people want to like besmirch and disparage those people because like you don't it's want so that easy, life. Nobody wants it, that fucking life. But it life. is. 
I don't fucking want to live that life. Right. Like even if they get paid fifteen, twenty-five thousand dollars per Instagram post, it's a lot. The man. amount of posts you have to do to earn seven figures is a lot. It's not sexy to have sympathy for someone who is clearly like living the dream, quote unquote, and is privileged, quote unquote. But that shit is not easy. And I've gone on those beautiful trips with some of those people, and they are not on holiday. They are working. You can't enjoy. It's like a press trip, bro. You can't fuck. I mean, there's nothing. It is. Fun it is cool that. to not pay for any hotels and accommodations and meals but because you take that deal you can't have the fun that you want to have yeah and right? so That's i would say that like matter. i get to live a really good lifestyle making the amount of money that i make you're cruising and working the and working the amount that i that i work if i'm doing like two events a week maybe i get a sponsored instagram or tiktok post or something yeah. like that like i'm doing well for myself I, you know, and, and the other like, thing is you don't have to split it 50 50 with your fucking goon over that here. That is absolutely fucking true. <laughs> That's true. That's it's true. all you, baby. Um, well, if you're not spending $22,000 at bars and 5X that on cocaine, mm-hmm. what do you like to spend your money on? So I was spending a lot of money on Ubers. And Ugh. fuck Uber. I will never You're, fuck you had a Uber You had a semi viral TikTok, yeah. and I saw someone, I saw, I've seen people stitching it. Yeah. Which is now that they've, like, you know, gotten rid of the, now they're done subsidizing rides, like, uh, so prices, you, you can go anywhere in New York. You take the Uber versus the subway. And you know what? You, Slower. I know, stupid, stupid. And, and and you said it the other day. You're like, it is better to take the subway. You always. always take the subway. I respect that. And but I mean, I live on Avenue D. City bikes. I, City bikes. I live on the block in Manhattan that is furthest away sure. from a subway station. Well, I mean, we York both Times, walked here from the L. The New York Times did a study, and I live on the block. What about the F? On Second Avenue, I guess it's that's pretty 1. far. One point three miles. <laughs> God damn, bro, city bike. He's yeah. done the research. So I city bike, but I also bought a moped. Oh right, so, yeah, 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 you have that here. Yeah, I bought it in Miami and I brought it up. So like, um, he so drove it. Spending, he drove it back. Like, when I did my taxes, my 2019 taxes, I saw that I'd been spending eight hundred dollars a month on. That Uber. is insane, dog. That's, that's people's rent. Well, but it's uh, like four a.m. when you're coming out of the club. And well, you that's different. Like, that's and will, different. And it will was a, more events. You know, I'm, I'm the sort of person who would like go to the opening of a toilet seat, and so like <laughs> I, I was going from like uptown, Classic. downtown, across town. You know, and I would never take the subway like a moron. And um, but like as I had gotten older and I'd started making more money, I made a decision that I was like, I have afforded myself the ability to take yeah. Ubers. But also, but I took it too far. You know what you should do, Isaac, is throw some fat boy in this fucking glorious man you got going, hop on a city bike, let the wind blow your hair back. Bike. I've got it's city bike on my block. Perfect. Uh, just don't <laughs> actually um, drunk. Cli- would, would a I client buy- ever pay for the car or car yeah, service? Yeah, yeah, so but, then, I mean, it's for sure. If anything, if you want to drive, if you want to be driven versus taking the subway, just get someone else to pay for it. Exactly. Obviously, right? Exactly. Yeah, um, I also buy a lot of clothing. Yeah. yeah. Wrangler.com. Uh, yeah. And we'll shout them out. No bleeps there. Shout besides out the Legace Camions, what's a recent uh, large? Ooh, purchase? should we play a little last John next John? I guess this is the last John, right? These were yeah, the most. They, what was the last last John? Uh. Oh damn! These are so nice, oh, dude. Yeah, I honestly, I'm, I'm addicted now. I need like, uh, need a brown pair. Like these are so fucking yeah. sexy. I love them. What have I been buying? Uh, fuck. Oh, I bought this rug. Was the last big thing that I bought. Actually, it's beautiful. It's a. I got shipped here. It from really Morocco. ties what's the room together. What's the, what's the store called? I have it open after a you post it. Modern. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, harem. Ooh, uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, this was the last thing that I bought apart from the boots. But like, yeah, I'm. I'm constantly buying clothing. I buy a lot of uh, printed shirts, but I've also been like flow teamed some really good can, shit. Can we recently. talk about like the cam collar vibe? So like, obviously I'm, I'm wearing one right yeah. now. You just did this collab with Tom Bolo. Are you seeing like, 
do you think it's getting like rinsed by like average basic bros that like when you go to surf lodge yeah. how many cam collar pattern shirts are you seeing on the dance floor you see a lot of tombolo shirts at surf lodge interesting so i don't know why but uh, the tombolo is a brand dave portnoy wears tombolo i respect there that brand is. there it is and i think that the, their brand message is really clever they want you to have nostalgia for something that you've never seen before oh wow dude never existed Give that internal raise jesus yeah. christ so, so, so those guys are clever but it has been adopted by the finance bro there's right. no doubt about it by the um, chuggy and yeah, the damned by the chuggy, <laughs> the chuggy and the damned um but i there's something about a cam collar shirt that i think is very flattering on a man so yeah. i don't like for me it's and like you do like the, you do the beater look too which is oh, like yeah, a new is, thing that i'm trying that's to, hot I'm, I'm trying to embrace you know? like being sexy in my old age sure yeah you know, Hot boy summer. Being a, being a thought, thought yeah. boy summer. You're like an older Dave Portnoy, but you're sexy. But dude. I'll tell you the best to my for my money, the best camp collar shirts on the market are supreme. Oh, always the rayon all. So Mama good. me, so the best, good. the OG, the finest to ever. Do it. I World famous penguin. since 1994. Did you, did you no, I didn't. Oh, I really wish I got the penguin. See, I don't know if I can get him over with the supreme, but I am going <laughs> to get on board, Isaac, with offering you up. Yeah, oh, let's do it. Fucking beautiful. <laughs> uh, Unimpeachable constructive. By the way, can I drink? I drank all your beers. Is that well, okay? good because okay. I don't want them in my fridge. Fantastic. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Do you have any more he can have? <laughs> no, no, I had. I've got, all, I've got I, some brain dead uh, energy drink in there. Oh, I saw those. It's very should, cool. Maybe we should crack them out. No, I, I just listen. If it's an alcoholic beverage in the fridge, I will drink yeah, it. Good. I'm glad that you did. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> thank me for my service. <laughs> yeah, thank you. This may, yeah, At least exactly. I could do. <laughs> All right, Isaac. Obviously, you're doing fucking fantastic. Uh, we're glad that you're back in New York. We can't wait to hang out all summer long. That being said. My friend, and hand on knee. Thank you. Hand on Wrangler. Hand on Wrangler. Hand on Rang. Um, You're like a girl behind the booth, dude. Get your hands off this man's hog. We want you to do even fucking better. Of course. God, I wish I would. Please do. Please tell me. <laughs> and so we're going to lay some constructive criticism on you. Take it or leave it. We highly suggest you take it. I'm taking it. Those that have have flourished. Those that haven't are all dead. First up, <laughs> you run with a very beautiful crowd. I think I'm a very beautiful man. If I have a very stoned face on TikTok, set me up on some dates with your beautiful friends. I have invited you out a lot of times recently. That's not what I'm saying, though. <laughs> what I'm saying is set me up on some dates with your beautiful okay, friends. Because so I'm, I'm back into dating. I don't want to go out and like trawl the bars. Really? This yes. is, we should talk. This is a new okay, development. Okay, let, but can we just pause on the constructive sure. criticism? I thought there was an interesting moment in yesterday's podcast. What's it? Annie. Last week, last week, my bad, my bad. Okay, so you late, homie. There was an interesting moment in that podcast where she said that dates intimidate her. You need to hang out with people in social settings, and then if it becomes romantic, fantastic. So then go on a date. Invite you to come hang out with my friends, and you come and hang out with them, and everybody's vibing and drinking coffees together at three o'clock in the afternoon, and then maybe they decide to go for dinner and then go out that night. Then you're not just like randomly going out and trying to talk to people. It's like bars. three dates in one exactly. kind of successive. Okay. So come hang out situation. We'll see if it turns romantic. But I don't believe in setting people up on dates because it's awkward. Not or like a bl- like a blind date where it's like you're thrown well, right into dinner. Dates. There's I, no I, such I, thing as a blind date these days. Well, I, I right, not with social. Like but. going out and like eating dinner opposite somebody you've never met before. That's awkward as fuck to me. But I'm a yeah. professional interviewer. I yes, make you it not also awkward. come and hang out with people. But it's and, and just because you're a pro doesn't mean that's still not the Thunderdome that people are being dropped into. And, and I that's think a great that point. if you hadn't been making it like a date with this girl, it would have been easier to hang out. Well, with Well, we had content to create. Isaac. So my thing I is, mean, oh no, 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 but the podcast was brilliant. I'm so glad oh, yeah, you did no. the podcast. So like, I guess my thing is like I think that in it, I'm almost like kind of uh, as a contrarian going against the horny sum of all time, where everyone's just like making out with six people in one night or whatever the fuck, and it's like yo. 
let's go. Let's make it like, let's make our intentions clear. Like, let, let's let this be a date, not a fucking hang that hopefully turns into just some fucking, you know, well, that's honestly transparency. Bam. We've talked about that. That's also good. Like you're saying this guy, so maybe it's a, maybe he's may- making out with girls. It, he was clear with his intentions. It can feel to me, just my perspective, my constructive criticism to you mm-hmm. is it can feel a little bit full on maybe. Mm. And maybe people are not looking to like settle down immediately and stuff. And so they're just like, yo, let's just like kick it and see what happens. So maybe it's, it's not one or the other. It's, it's really got to be wording a... for me. It's the wording of it. that like, The D word. It, yeah, it's the D word. And right. it's just about setting the expectations up front. Honesty, transparency. It's the only policy. Set me up. Set us up with some social situations that <laughs> are that are you involve your, all I your beautiful love friends. You guys. I love having you around. We can be the weird, the weird short looking uh, kings that yeah. fucking or the strange looking short kings. You guys are, you guys are not short. Well, well, we like not when we're too, in the camion boots. All right, here's a piece of constructive. Cr- yeah, not and that's another. By the way, can I just say that's why I love those shits. Obviously, I'm fucking six two in those joints. Come on. Okay, All right, here's another piece of constructive criticism that is thirsty in a different way. Mm-hmm. Isaac, can you contribute a brand new mix slash p- playlist to our Patreon only Chef Jam series this Thursday as a side mission, so James and I can continue our extremely lax responsibility shirked summer vacation yes yeah let's do it dude this is this is what you do you are a fucking dj you are a music man a dj let's fucking we just did this amazing fucking almost probably now what two hours of storytelling of, of fucking friendship let's put the fucking tunes where they deserve in the motherfuckers ears let's do in the ears mix. of the throw game cool. do it go just crazy. so you know i don't like trap music and i will not be putting any trap music on it's whatever your you prerogative you're it's the your vibe guy. it's your vibe it's your playlist but it would be it would be cool as to kind of put like a beautiful bow next thursday this will be on tuesday drop a, just a playlist for for obviously for our best friends behind the paywall only and as you, you guys know that i'm a patron right yeah. yeah. So I then for 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 your fellow brethren. Yeah. Yeah. It's your vibe for your whatever for your, and whatever you want. As long as you want for your fellow best friends. It's your vibe. It's your playlist. It's our work. It could, that you're you doing. could mix it. You could mix it. It could just be a playlist, but we'll follow up the balls in your court. Done. I think that would be. Let's I think it. that everybody. It's going to be a Spotify playlist. Just, you know, it would oh, be a Spotify whatever, playlist. Sure. But let's we, we, we have the tech to make it an Apple. Playlist, yeah, we so have the worry. technology. We have the technology. Yeah. And Isaac, the steady hands. You've made it to the end of the only podcast yeah. that matters. I hope you had a good time. Uh, where can the kids follow you on all socials? Yeah, let's I'm go. on Instagram and I am on TikTok. Isaac likes I-S-A-A-C-L-I-K-E-S underscore. Twitter? I'm not that. I thought that that was going to be in the constructive criticism. Get oh, on get Twitter. Twitter. I'm not. Do on Twitter. you have? Are you parked on Twitter at all? Yeah, or? parked, but I don't have it. I don't use it. Damn, I think so we do you're promo. We're going to be just adding a dead account with yeah, so 500 followers. Yeah. You're the right. second real six, good for six, the brand. Six, maybe six thousand. Oh come on! Nothing to it. shake a stick at. I don't use it. Whatever. You're the second only. You're the second guest ever to. Uh, I think plug their TikTok after Nicole McLaughlin. Yeah. Oh, who I followed and she followed me back. Oh, sick! Shout out Nicole. What do you want to plug? Yeah, any events? Plug Yeah, plug so. I've got the collab shit with Tom Bolo it's dropping sick, next week. Uh, no, no, no. Then, this week. Yeah, this week. Oh, uh, this week. Yes, this week. And also- Where can you cop? Follow I Like You on Instagram. I-L-I-K-E-Y-O-U. I have literally the I Like You account. Sick. Where can we get the shirt though? Like where do we cop? Tombolo.com? Uh, on Tombolo.com. Okay. All right. Fire. Um, Isaac. Thank you for coming on to the Elite Podcast. No, this has been, it has been, this has been 10 time. years in the making. Yeah. Honestly, is it everything you could have ever hoped? It was, so, it was so good for me. And I was like, <laughs> what was your favorite part? What was your favorite part? <laughs> oh, the, I mean, the intro was great, but just like 
<laughs> do you know, do you know what was good? Thing? Just like us, us getting excited and raising our voices and like shouting at each other yeah. in my yeah. living room felt so good. Loud noises. We're already talking at 5x And speed. the fact that we're all wearing the goddamn under eye masks. Oh, I can't wait. Also, I can't wait to be fucking uh, in your TikTok and just show Lawrence the power yeah. of the talk. Isaac. The power of the algorithm. Thank you for coming out to Thanks, the podcast. Thanks, buddy. I like you. I like you too. Chef slap that motherfucking... Rick Ross. Can we get a Rick Ross run? Mark uh, Music. Get it in on the road, lot of quiet time Pink bottles of rose, exotic red bottoms So body glittered in gold Following fundamentals, I'm following in a rental I love a nasty girl who swallow us on the menu That money trouble up when you get it out of state Need a new safe cause I'm running out of space L. Ray Jetson, I'm somewhere out of space In my two-seater, she the one that I would take We got into the music 